Hello everyone, welcome to Scott and Paul's Rambling Podcast. Hello. It's going to clear to your joy as always with my good friend and co-host Paul Brown. Hello. And we're back again. Sorry about the delay in the early episode. That was yeah, really it's his fault. But we, re- we recorded our meet-up episode very early in January, then it took a while to come out because I realised that episode that was carrying over from last year, that drunken Starkade episode, carried over into the new year. You swore we'd never speak of that again. <laughs> I need to speak of it now for context. <laughs> So then our catch-up we got really soon later. It was mostly us talking about shit we've been up to and stuff that interests us. So if you're interested in this hearing what we're up to, you'll enjoy that episode. Yes. And now we're here with a more relevant episode, talking some wrestling, maybe oh, some Frasier. a relevant episode? Fuck! Well, it depends on when I get this up. If I get it, this, this stuff was probably relevant maybe two weeks ago. This is a possibly relevant episode. Mm-hmm. You never know. Mm. <laughs> Having your finger right on the pulse is something that's never been used to describe us. Paul's now trying to do a visual representation of that, which no one else can see. I can. Well, as long as you're amused. Fuck everyone else, apparently. No. <laughs> so, but Paul, in terms of you know wrestling, which we like to talk about, uh, yes, but a lot of stuff to talk about from so TNA much. to the Rumble recently. So much stuff. Mm-hmm. Firstly, firstly, going back a little, I would like to mention Hard to Kill. Yes, sir. TNA's sort of like. Rebirth, if you will, yeah. a big rebirth, a big first pay per view back under the proper banner. Mm-hmm. It was phenomenally good, I thought. You know what I mean? Like good few title changes. We had the we had Decay defeating mm-hmm. uh, MK Ultra. Mm-hmm. We had you know we had Moose mm-hmm. win back the title. Good mm-hmm. shit, Moose. Moose. You know, we had Saban defend his yeah. IC title, which I was surprised about. Mm-hmm. You know. And of course, we had, you know, Ace Bullet Club mm-hmm. retain. Yeah, and did. what I would like to say, in my opinion, was probably the best match on the fucking card. That match was phenomenal. It was, yeah. And we had the we had the debut of Ash by Elegance, <laughs> which no one hurt. cared about. <laughs> and then we had the proper debut <laughs> of Nick Nemeth, mm-hmm. aka Dolph Ziggler. A.K.A. Dude from the Sewer Squad. <laughs> Nicky. Yeah. AKA. Oh, yeah, and, and Flop Dollar debuted, but no one cares. Yeah, no one cares about that. Yeah. You notice how, you know, I offhandedly mentioned him. Because mm-hmm. no one cared. Mm-hmm. He didn't even debut properly. He debuted on the pre-show. Yes, he did. Because no one cared. I have a real bone to pick with DNA about this pre-show situation here. I am annoyed about it because I haven't been able to watch it properly yet and I really wanted to see Steve beat uh, Tommy Dreamer because I love Crazy Steve. Yeah, yeah Steve becoming the digital media champion. Like, the whole thing is like, the Steam like, and Ultimate Insider thing you can get, which my brother has, like the Pain Sentiment on YouTube, you can get all the episodes in full and also a bunch of bonus things. And the original thing used to be also, you get the specials as well. Like, yeah. They're not the actual previews, but I think you can still get, we'll see what happens when No Surrender comes around. Yeah. And, like, the pre shows for the countdown shows for them. For some reason, the countdown show for Hard to Kill was not on uh, YouTube over there or on Fight TV, wherever you get, we were, my brother were watching. No, it's exclusively on TNA plus their new rebranded streaming service, which. Yeah. Hello. Felt- a few hiccups aside in that regard, you got to admit, they're making moves now. Mm-hmm. Like, just before they rebranded back to TNA, you could tell they were making moves, because that Scott Demore, he's... To put it in a way, like a streamer I watch on YouTube, mm-hmm. 
He ain't no Tony Khan. No, he ain't no Tony Khan. He's actually competent and his employees like him. Yeah. You know, well, you know, certain employees like Tony Khan, but he they're the ones that he lets get away with everything. Mm. WCW much? Mm. Anyway, let's not talk about Tony Khan, right? Let's talk about TNA. Okay, let's not talk about Tony. <laughs> <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> but, yeah. Too much of that booger sugar, Tony. Yeah, pretty much every title other than the men's tag and the X Division chain challenge, which I wasn't surprised, so surprised about with the X Division. I didn't actually foresee the uh, the men's world title changing hands. Did you not? No. I mean, I think I should have when I was watching like some clips uh, online on the when I was waiting for the show to come on, uh, where they were doing interviews with uh, members of the media messaging and relations to uh, Moose and DCL when they're doing a sit down with Tom Hannafin, and they kept bringing up the fact. Oh, Miss, remember you brought back the TNA champion. If you once you would officially be recognised as TNA World Champion, I think, like, yeah, I should have seen that coming, actually, when you think about it. And I think, yeah, yeah. I think also explains why, I think, supposedly they were going to announce the rebranding of TNA, the return to TNA at Slamverse, but then they held off to do it at for Glory. So I think the probably reason that Shelley retained it. Kill. You know, but they were good. They were going to announce it, so ah. but then they announced it at Bound for Glory, and then saying that Hard to Kill would be the start of it. Right. So if right. they announced it, so I'm assuming it would have kicked off from Bound for Glory time if that was the plan. Cause yeah. Supposedly, since like some anniversary time, we should be back in the summer. They've had those belts pretty much ready to go. Just ready wait, to go. Right, ready and waiting for the ready, shining, polished up. Oh yeah, love the new belts also. Oh, by totally. the way, mm-hmm. especially the the knockouts one. Oh, that was really, it was like I say, seeing that in the rumble was just just lovely. Well, we'll get to that. But, you know, but I think the reason, main reason Shelley retained uh, Ben Glory over Alexander was because I think they wanted the like the idea of him and Saban being TNA originals carrying. New versions of the TNA Championship into hard to kill. Yeah, like, it's a especially Saban when they talked about how he won his ex- first TNA X Division Championship nearly twenty odd years ago, and now he comes in as a yeah, new like full circle. And he comes back as the new version of the TNA X Division Champion into this pay per view against Vikingo and against Kushida. And again, one of my matches of the night was was that triple yeah, threat yeah, match. Yeah, that was a cracking triple threat match. That Although, especially that Vikingo guy, he was mm-hmm. he was pretty cool. Yeah. Like seven hundred odd days as Triple H champion at this stage. <laughs> like, he's taken a while to like have his like breakout, like in the in, internationally because like he's, clips of him keep going around social media from Mexico and all the different flips he does. But like when he would go to American Indies, uh, he wasn't allowed. Triple H had a weird rule for a while. He wasn't allowed to go to places where they had a streaming thing or like they mm. couldn't or they were streaming. They couldn't use his match or whatever. So you'd only ever see his match if you were there live. But then they've forwent that, and then he's popped up and. TNA, Ring of Honor, AEW, doing all sorts of stuff, you know. Yeah. Like, me and my brother watched Final Battle, who the Ring of Honor preview, and he had the opening match figure against Black Taurus. Mm. And it was one of the things, because he was doing all these flips, and then Taurus would just come in one big fucking goal, like, fuck off. shit, <laughs> <laughs> Or a big fucking spear taken down. They just did what Taurus does best. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. Yeah. Violently pummels people at an incredibly high speed. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. But... So the end of the night, I think the one title of you were keeping up with speculation and news and everything was that that wasn't a surprise with the switching of the Nuggets title from Trinity back to Georgian Grace mm. because it seemed like Trinity has all but finished up. Like people thought our last show was going to be at Hard Hill, but no, she then worked the following night at Havens to do a rematch. Yeah, with a rematch, yeah. And then uh, a week or so later, they had a two night taping in Florida near where she lives. So she came, I think she's had at least one more match against Giselle. Yeah. Which I'm sure they'll use as some sort of angle to set Giselle up now that she's the number yeah, one contender. Yeah, she's the number one contender. That was a fantastic match as well. That, mm-hmm. that Ultimate X match. Yeah, that fucking chick in it that did the the double F five. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, Danny Lynn, I think it was. Ah, that was something, man. That was cool. And then you had the debut of uh, Zaya Brookside, daughter of uh, British wrestler Robbie Brookside, who's good pals with uh, William Regal and everything. Oh. She was in like NXT UK for ages. Like, that seems to be... In fact, like, how do we get more UK talent? Or he releases a bunch of NXT UK people. Come out here, subculture. Trent Seven, Zaya yeah. Brookside, grizzled young veterans. Pretty much. Mm-hmm. Oh. And I really, I really do think... And remain member so I don't yeah. know anything concrete or anything yeah. full detail but I really do have a strong feeling mm-hmm. there is some kind of working relationship going on between WWE and TNA yeah. I think there is I mean it's, it's it unspoken like it. at the moment but it seems like it I mean there's been big relation all month like, about this because when t- t- uh, a couple of weeks ago WWE did this season and oh a big announcement this coming week I ended up being overdoing three nights in Toronto in January to be smacked down by the back of the NXT show. Mm. And a lot of people, because at the same time, TNA was advertising heavily their uh, streaming service and they were doing work with Endeavour, who also owned own WWE. And they were now seeing pay-per-views, advertising pay-per-views on their new streaming service as premium live events. Mm. Everyone was putting two together, coming up with six. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and assuming oh, they're announcing a, a working relationship with TNA and then they were kind of like, oh, when, uh, when it wasn't that and that mm. was announced. But then the rumours fucking started being tweeted about, again, about something between Dari and TNA when it comes to the rumble. I think we're all like, oh, I will believe that when I see it. Well, and, when we've seen it. And then we'll talk about We thought, when it happened in the women's rumble, I thought, oh, okay, who for the men's is going to come up? You, you would say it was me, I, I was like, Moose. I was in the ESR group chat, people were everyone going from Moose to this person and that person. You see, I, I, I thought Moose, and then I remember that little thing you did talking about his anxieties and stuff. Uh-huh. And I thought... Maybe he'd have to take a bit of time to yeah, do that yeah. kind of thing. I don't think the Royal Rumble would be the right thing for Moose yeah. right away. And then I thought, well, who else could we get? Mm-hmm. And I thought, fuck it, just for a stint. Put Crazy Steve in there. <laughs> you know? Right. A fucking EY or something. EY. Saving Shelley. Saving Shelley. Mm-hmm. Somebody recognised enough to get a pop. Sammy Callahan. Well, he's technically a free agent now. Yeah, technically, but we could have got fucking Sammy Callahan. Fuck it, put Dina in there. Dina. Uh, uh, put Dina in there, give him that five second stint. Yeah. You also had on, on Hard to Kill, she mentioned that Alex, Alex Hammerstone from MLW come in and have that match with Josh. And as great as the match was, I was distracted during it. So I, was looking at my, I was watching my brother and I'm like, fucking check out the back now on this fucker. No. <laughs> but this is not natural, whatever he's on. No. No, no. He is a big husky brute mm. who eats a lot of protein and. Says his prayers and eats says his vitamins. His, yeah, he eats his vitamins. He has the same little bag of vitamins as Hogan did. Because mm. he's very sweaty and bacne like <laughs> yes. and angry. I mean, not, not to discredit the match or anything, and Josh obviously rightfully deserved to win. Yeah. But, you well, know, it was technic- cool. technical brilliance against brute strength. Mm-hmm. What a match that was. Yeah. I actually got a little. That match was a little bit of a cool off period for me. Mm-hmm. Because. I'll be honest, it didn't really grab me as much as the other yeah. matches did, but you know, it was still a good match. Yeah. But I, I was a little disinterested, you know what I mean? I was like, like, you know, like, I know Josh is going to beat this big hulking fuck. Yeah. You know? Like, I could have done without the whole shenanigans of like PCOV Dangwood needs to a weird six man. Like, we know swap that around for like one of the PCOV matches, like, get, mm. get, get, get uh, like, Swan and. Macklin on the main or show. Or even fucking P- even Dream on yeah, Crazy Steve. Yeah, the title match, yeah. Last Sunday that you could add at the Rumble would have been cool. Right. Josh Alexander. Mm-hmm. Yeah, even when I heard the people he would He would have been kick-ass, man. Mm-hmm. 
if I'd have heard that music in the men's rumble as well as hearing Jordan's music, mm. I'd have been like, I would have squeed, man. <laughs> I would have been like, yes. I look, I'm not sure I fully agree with the idea of taking the, the women's belts off, tag belts off of uh, MKUltra. On the one hand, though, I am glad that Rosemary and Jessica went back to the Decay branding. Yeah, and not fucking that dumb shit that we were going through. I did not like that. No, neither did I. I, I did like not like either. Jessica and... Courtney Rush. Co- no, I did not like that. I remember, it reminds me of a scene from my American Dad episode where, like, he goes, where Roger goes, tell my wife I love her. And Carrie Knight. And Orlando Bloom. You know, the whole damn dirty pirate cast. But not Jeffrey Rush. But doing fun of Jeffrey Rush. I was like, I, I, I used to joke with me, or I used to draw that, like, tell the whole damn Empire roster I love them. But not Courtney Rush. But doing fun of Courtney Rush. <laughs> yeah, so I did not like Courtney Rush. Courtney Rush was a Load of bad juju. <laughs> load of bad juju. Yeah. That's your that's what you're going with, are Yeah, that's what I'm going with. It was a load of bad juju and criminal ideas. <laughs> Alright, till then. She was too fucking colourful. Alright, that one. But I, I don't know how much you've seen of I've seen bits and pieces, but like from the first two episodes I've seen like the the T V product it's looking like it's firing off them like you had on the first episode the Osprey Alexander rematch. Which has got five and a half stars from old Dave Meltzer. So old that's, Dave, that's, eh? Uh, that's in the last couple has got two five star matches. Commentator and Dominator being fucking well Osprey. Yeah. Also, I I did hear of a certain mm-hmm. a certain uh, person debuting in the company. Mm-hmm. I mean, we can talk. We can use names now. A certain Mister Ali. Yes, he's not official debut, but he's been sending in a video message saying I'm coming uh, to TNA. Yep. So already. We've got the Grizzled Young Vets, mm-hmm. Subculture, Mustafa Ali, Nick Namath, Josh. We are building a roster now. I don't, I don't know if there's been any clarification on if Ali's appearance is an indication that he's signed or not. I think Nick Namath is pretty much is because if he ripped off the hook and had the T-shirt, you know, they're kinda, they can do like other things because yeah. both Namath and uh, Ali have big like, things for New Japan coming up soon. Yeah. But that's, that's, what, that's why I think a yeah. lot of these people sign with Impact because yeah. they have that... Mm-hmm. Like extended freedom, you know what I mean? Yeah. But also, on this most recent one, I think I've only seen one of these two matches, but you have also the big six man match with the system, video guns, and Okada, mm. and also the big rematch with no, see, I haven't, I haven't yeah. watched any of them yet, but I'm, I'm getting there to it. Yeah. And they're also going on a little bit with Okada and his history here when he came on excursion and Vince Russo gave him a really shitty gimmick. Mm. And he made him like basically a parody of the Green Hornet Kato character. Back in, this was in 2011, by the way. Well, Vince Russo was still being allowed to do things? Yeah. Good God. Mm-hmm. Why? Because we don't like deserve nice have things. Pe- have people learned nowadays? Oh, I think they have learned, yeah. And we don't let Vince Russo do anything other than sit there and bitch, tell lies and say bro a lot? Yeah, pretty much, yeah. Good. I think we, I think we it was long overdue to learn that. Good, good. Because I, I feel the way about him that Jim Cornette feels about him. He's a poisonous little snake. Yes. And that's a nice way of putting it. That's not how Jim Cornette would have put it. It's a, it's a PG way of putting <clears> it. That's that's a fucking reality era way of putting it. Like We're PG, but not really. Honest, they're not really PG. Aye, <laughs> Shut up. Aye, yeah. No lie. seem to be saying of a lot of things here. Like, I like Ali's gimmick. He's got this weird Ali, like politician thing like mm. he's campaigning and like he pre- 
so you can present going to different territories, different indies as this weird campaign tour he's on. Mm. He's a version of a character he wanted to do in WWE, which he made vignettes for. And which like, they didn't let him do. Which I think he started doing it when he was teasing that feud with Dominic that never got a payoff because they released him before. Yeah. Because like, he'd spend months saying, release me, no. And then they would either put him in stuff he didn't want to really do or not do as well. And then he looked like he did the stuff with Dominic, it looked like he was getting something. He was really singing teeth in. Okay, we're going to let you go now. The biggest thing he got in the last couple of years of his WWE career mm-hmm. was when they needed somebody for fucking Saudi. Yeah. And they went, all right, let's make him look big for this one show and put him in against Gunther, who he's going to lose against. Uh, and that was it. Pretty much. And there was a the shitey faction he was in. A retribution. A retribution. They were garbage. Mm-hmm. The only ones I knew were that. Mace. Yeah. They, was it Mace for the, the yeah, model. models? Yeah, he went along with Mansoor. Who was, no, also, was Mansoor in the Reckoning? No, he was, he, it was that Mace and Mansoor that went on to do the models thing. Yeah, but Mace was in yeah. the Reckoning and Mia, Mia Chin was in the yeah. Reckoning. Yeah, she was in Urgeria, like, and there was also uh, Shane Haste from, from the, like, he's in TMDK now, the Australian guy, and he had Dijak, I mean, and he was uh, T-Bar in the group. But, Mace and Mansoor have been watching a lot of new reviews of them. They seem like cool guys. Like they've been popping up in the Indies. They both seem like interested in coming to TNA at some point. So, yeah. them. And uh, Mansoor, particularly, I've seen some interviews of him. He seems like a hell of a guy. Like he talked about how, you know, he said, why, why didn't he ask, why didn't he get booked a lot uh, between Saudi shows? Like, because apparently I wasn't able to, allowed to lose. I didn't know this, but somebody eventually told me. And like, mm-hmm. he, he kind of didn't like that because like, he wanted to just be able to just be a guy. Like be able to do interesting stuff on the show, and then he said like well, the first time he wasn't put on the show, I think it's because they went from the Saudi investment fund to like the Saudi entertainment thing or whatever different organization, and basically they and so many other people saying like you know Ali doesn't need to be on every show, you know they could we kind of like you know the biggest stars and the thing, so it was both a compliment and also a bit of an end. I'm like yeah, you don't need to be on the show because. You're not big enough a star yeah, you're yet. You're not that important. And like, well, you if you put me on the show, I could m- naturally become one mm-hmm. if you let me show my my skills. Yeah. How is it like that? Was when I would assume mm-hmm. a certain Mister VKM was mm-hmm. still involved with the company, yeah. and his decisions in the end up were, for want of a better word, criminal. Oh yeah. I yeah, definitely criminal is a, is a yeah is the right word. I thought so. That's why I dropped it in there. You you do that. Yeah. There I Jesus. go. Because the thing with Vince, I'm not going to go into too many details about it because the actual details that we hear about are disgusting, to put it mildly. But like every time you think there's no, you can't sink any further with the news and everything around him. There's a new there's new depths to go through because yeah, it just all. It just seemed like oh, everything seemed like quiet on that front of events because he only seemed to pop up very so often, like when they had the T-Heel thing on the stock market where he saved his mustache but still insists on like, having us all pretend that hair isn't clearly dyed. Oh, totally, mm-hmm. totally. Uh, like showing up for like, because like you had, oh, big news, Netflix with Raw and The Rock and the TKO board, which also, yeah. and everything, and then all this stuff comes out there and there's fucking court documents out there and like, if you haven't read about what things Vince has been, was involved in with this same woman that everything it all came out with a, a year or so ago when he was uh, when they talked about the initial allegations, I recommend you don't. Yeah, I was about to say that. I don't. I recommend you try and read an abbreviated version because you'll be less likely to throw up. Oh yeah, cause... because it's quite 
let's just put it in the most polite way is damning mm-hmm. damning the details of us and I've read I say I've read I've I've caught snippets and yeah. I've heard certain people talk about it I've seen Triple H uncomfortably trying to avoid the situation at the press conference mm-hmm. when fucking idiots kept asking him about it and you know why he was avoiding saying anything at the press conferences? Because likely the people that are above him in the power structure said, if we ask that shit, don't talk about it. Mm-hmm. You know? And, well, then again, like, he did, he did to think people were going to ask were gonna ask him about it. And oh, yeah, yeah. Maybe not the best choice. So I went, oh, I didn't even read the laws to, like... This, is, this isn't just anybody who's been accused. It's your dad and father-in-law here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think, I think somebody said it's like when... It's like on the... Wrestling in the Shadows, the Bret Hart documentary, mm-hmm. when Julia Hart was waving her finger at him, and he's, yeah. and he's like, well, I didn't know nothing, fuck mm-hmm. off, I didn't know nothing. Even Cody trying to be on a high, oh, I've won my problem, I'm going back to media. Hey, what do you think about this Vince thing? Like, uh, do you know? I mean, Cody did a little better, but like, you can see, you can see, <laughs> like, you look in Cody's eyes, you know, he's uncomfortable, like, anyone else, anyone else got a question? Like, pass. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's... Him winning at WrestleMania doesn't really matter anyway because I mean he's going to go to WrestleMania he's going to lose again. I don't think so. I, okay, well he'll win it and then Damien will hit him in the back of the skull with a briefcase and take it from him. Maybe that'd be <laughs> kind of funny. I'd be going, "Haha, where's your story?" <laughs> I think if Damien's going to cash in at any point, he seems to be wait taking his sweet arse fucking time about mm-hmm. it. It's going to be for the for Seth's belt, but. Like, but but Scott, he's seen your money in the bank. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> but he's also one half of the tag team champions, but he's he's juggling all sorts of things at the minute. Yes, that's three things. So he must be good at it. <laughs> but yeah, like we we we've been talking about it off air about the Vince thing, and like if even a fraction of like what's been said is legit, like true, then as a lot of people are saying, like this guy, it's not just a case of getting him away from WWE, which seems to be what's happened. It's getting that fucker in jail. Like the guy's avoided jail time for many other things, like, which he probably should have had jail for. Uh huh. Like, won't go as far back as the reader chat and thing, which we talked about in our Vince retrospective. Which uh, can't wait to go back to that eventually. Yeah. Maybe, maybe he'll eventually end up sharing a cell with Tammy. <laughs> ah, we well, used to be something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's hard. It's hard to keep any of this lighthearted. Is it? So you should have like again. I, 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 I personally, I'm not. I wouldn't like to think I was trying to make yeah, take yeah, anything yeah. light out of this yeah, myself. Yeah, sure. It's just like when you hear about something that's so fucked up, mm-hmm. and I don't. I could use all the fucking buzzwords, you know, deplorable, disgusting, yeah. blah blah blah. But when you when you hear about a situation that's this fucked up, yeah, you're never really sure how to take it or how to comprehend it. You know yeah. what I mean? So you just you just. You know, it's fucked. Yeah, it is you, fucked. And you do your best. I mean, not to make light of the person or the situation, <laughs> but you just do your best to... Yeah, I'm not making light of the situation. You know, like, keep, keep the focus on the... <laughs> well, I mean, I, I hard to see. It's, a, it's yeah. such a difficult thing when you get onto this subject. It's hard to even say anything because you're not sure. <laughs> you don't want your words to be misconstrued, you sure, know? Sure. Like, so I believe I will just... I will, I will put a pin in it myself because I really... Personally, I I was quite shocked when I heard about the extent of it. I'd always yeah. thought Vince was a bit of a fucking snake. Uh-huh. I always had, but I never thought he was. I never to thought he was that. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I mean, I think the 
I think it's just another example that we see far too often. You know, not People just in wrestling. Power. Yeah, not just in wrestling. But various businesses in the power are abusing that power, thinking mm. that nothing's going to happen. Well, it's it's as I think I said to my mother the other day because we were talking about it. She's mad into the wrestling now. My mother, her favourite is <laughs> Rhea Ripley. Of course, why wouldn't it be? Yeah, well, why wouldn't it be? She's fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. But, no. Uh, people with those two things, those two key elements, uh-huh. money and power, if you have both of them, nine times out of ten, you're most likely a cunt. Oh, yeah. It's just on what level of a cunt you are, and he is... Potentially the most depraved and disgusting cunt out there. You know, the argument to me that someone that him as represents on shouldn't. Yes, he's given us a lot in terms of the wrestling, but like people, someone like him maybe should never have been in a position of power because, of course, something was going to happen where you would abuse that. Yeah. Sorry, and like, I mean, is he? It's just, it's just like I thought. I thought this. I thought this before when he uh, when the initial allegations came out, but then it's gotten. Worst saying, but mm. so it's more so like he is going to go down as one of the unfortunately several individuals who we know we owe certain things to in their industry who give us a lot of that, but we kind of we also have to reconcile the fact the person who gave us all this is also just a horrible human being. Well, like I was going to say, mm-hmm. and this may be a little bit of a controversial statement, so I apologize yeah. for it, right? Mm-hmm. Is he a Jimmy Savile? No, no, probably, but. Has he has he potentially caused as much hurt? Mm-hmm. Yes, he has. Yeah, and I hope if it's if it turns out to be what it is, mm-hmm. I hope he feels the full brunt of the law for it. I yeah. hope, and that's all I'm going to say on the matter. Yeah, because the whole legal aspect of it is, is still ongoing. You yeah, know, like I said, the court stuff uh, out there. He has tendered resignation from the TKO board, and according to Meltzer, he really wasn't really. Coming back from this time here, as I, I was looking for, I he shared in one group chat I'm involved in of it. Said here, Vince isn't coming back this time. He doesn't have voting power. The lawsuit made it impossible. Sponsor pullouts can be a domino fight, and they need to stop the they need to stop the dominoes falling immediately. Which, yeah, the final one, the final nails in Vince Covenant properly got him out despite all the allegations. Like people would say, like, oh, more details keep going. Why do you keep appearing at events? Well, the, what was the ultimate thing that pulled him? Eventually, got him out there. Slim Jim. Slim Jim's, yeah. Slim Jim was the fucking nail in the coffin because Slim Jim threatened to fill out Vince sent his rendition and then you tune in the rumble. What happens right before the four way match? Oh look, LA Knight in a Slim Jim commercial. Yeah, that was I think that was WWE just going, What see we didn't pull out, see Slim Jim's, see? I know, it's like I mean I think I We got we we cut out the problem. I know, like Endeavour and is and Tiki are interested in making money back from their investment in WWE and sponsorships are a big part of that and WWE's been good at getting those. So if somebody, including Vince, was going to get detrimental to that, as I said before, he gets him. He is going to make them back their bottom line. He's getting his arse fucking out of there. But but then again, that's that's a little fucked in terms of like the idea, like yeah, you know they've gotten rid of him primarily because it affects them publicly and financially. Whereas and not for the re- and it's not for no. the reason they should be, which should be the moral implications of. I don't. We don't it. want someone like this in, with our company. I strongly believe that. People had that viewpoint too. Yeah, and the very thing that really fucking annoys me is the fact that on the initial allegations, yeah, that even on that he managed to snake his way back in. Oh yeah, because he still. We should have fucking better known better then. Yeah, because like he, 
he still had some leverage there, but as time is going on and the sales going through, like it seemed like yeah, he's, people said oh he's been a bit hoodwinked, but he's still got a lot of money out of that hoodwink. But in in a way, he's also given up more and more power to the point where now he's resigned. And this is a I've got his debt back out again, and he realised when he's gone back, no, the the doors are locked permanently at the time, and you can't get yourself back in. He, the only he only he used what little bit of power he had left to snake his way back in the last time. Uh huh. And now this time. He's the cause of the fucking problem. He is the ultimate cause of the problem. Mm -hmm. You know, the WWE are not a personally owned company anymore. Mm -hmm. They are part of a larger fucking conglomerate. Mm -hmm. Triple H is... Publicly publicly traded, it's like to say they're on the stock market and everything now. Publicly traded company. Mm -hmm. Triple H is figurehead. Mm -hmm. The Rock is on the fucking... The Rock is on the board. Fucking Shawn Michaels is running NXT. Mm Mm-hmm. Most likely working a bit of a deal with TNA. Mm-hmm. The business is fucking thriving. Like they're doing like the stuff in Japan early in the month where Rio Regal's son Charlie went over to work in all Japan, and then they're trying to create band like they were trying to do with the NXT brands going in actually, and they're probably looking for not just to work with all Japan to try to find one of the main like all female promoters in Japan to try and find someone to work with as yeah, well. Yeah, we're we're putting their we're sticking their hand out there in many fucking avenues. You know what yeah. I mean? They don't. And finally, quite honestly, they managed to cut out the cancer. Mm-hmm. The cancer was Vince. Mm-hmm. Now, nobody can fucking say that that man did not fucking take them from the backwater to the global fucking juggernaut they were. Oh, yeah. But he's done his part. Mm-hmm. And he stepped on so many people to get there. Mm-hmm. And most likely ruined a lot of women's lives in the process. Oh, yeah. So, fuck him. Yeah, fuck him. Quite frankly, and I would like that to be the full stop on our conversation about Vincent Kennedy McMahon. Fuck him. Yeah, fuck And him. if he's done what he's supposed to have done, then I hope he fucking rots for it. Mm-hmm. We end. Looking. Looking. I, I don't want to read out the, read out the statement. I, I think someone sent me a screenshot of the statement. It was least on his behalf when he did his resignation. Yeah, I've seen his statement. Which basically you can sum up to, I, I still insist I've done nothing wrong. When you clearly fucking have the statement, I never done it. <laughs> Didn't do it. Look, you're under, you're under. Look, don't look around. Your eyes, look into the eyes, look into the eyes. I never done it. <laughs> yeah, one more positive news: The Rock and his best turtleneck with his little <laughs> spectacles, sitting <laughs> trying to look smart. Uh, on a, despite he, the fact he's he's still larger than the average turtleneck because he's such a large person, sitting next to Ari Emanuel and fucking. Talk, on the stock market being interviewed talking about the deal and everything <laughs> apparently this has given him full control over the rock name for outside products where literally like he said when he switched from just being the rock to Dwayne, Dwayne. The rock and then the, to Dwayne Johnson for his movies Barbara was also trying to establish his own identity but also whenever he used the rock name on outside stuff there we used to get a percentage of of that so basically then he switched to Dwayne Johnson and he never got a penny of it. Yeah, and now he can use The Rock and... So he can't get a penny of it. <laughs> yeah, and he can still be The Rock. Mm-hmm. Which, I get, but then, up until also the rumble itself, a lot of people are still maintaining, like, ah, uh, he's going to... I mean, involved, there was still an indication that him v Rome was going was gonna to happen at WrestleMania, which it doesn't yeah. seem like the case now. Uh, and which I think it would, be, it would be a bad look for Rock, like, hey, I'm on the board of directors now, and I'm headlining WrestleMania. What about the rest of us? Ah, fuck the rest of you. I hope to Christ, considering that Austin Theory was Vince's last pet project, as uh, it were, 
I hope that doesn't taint him. Oh, I, I, I'm worried that he's never been the same since Vince left, I don't think. Well, no, I, well, he's never been the same since that Roman Reigns promo. Oh, no, no that, that was his version. I was the modern equivalent of like what people say The Rock did to Billy Gunn. Mm. God, but my name's Billy, it doesn't matter. <laughs> no, that Roman promo completely killed any potential push that boy had. Oh, yeah. Like, look around. Your daddy's not here anymore. Uh, and then everybody chatting, daddy's gone, daddy's gone. <laughs> <laughs> that, that killed him. And do you know the thing about that promo? Mm-hmm. I've got to say, I'm, I'm like, we're on a lighthearted vein now. The thing about that promo, as you could see it in his face, he knew. Oh, yeah. He knew. Mm-hmm. The minute Roman cut that promo, he was a mid-carder. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You can actually see the moment his career falls apart. Yes. The, the, uh, there it is. He's like, oh, God, I'm going to be tagging with Grayson fucking Waller. Oh, for fuck's sake, no. <laughs> I won money in the bank, even though I shouldn't have. I won money like, yeah, sure, I get it. Off you go now. Oh, I, I, I cashed that in for the coveted at the time US title and lost it. Ah, sure you did, man. <laughs> and a fine job you did too. Do you remember when he came out at that Brock and Roman match to cash in uh, and he just got punched in the face? Or when he went out, came out in Cardiff and Tyson Fury punched him in the face? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, if the Roman bro didn't ruin him, like that pro- a promo he did with fucking Kevin Workman was ripped into him, like guys like me and these other people are. One a million. There's a date. There's a dozen of you. Yeah. And then he just came back, came back with the most genetic comeback, and you can see the disappointment in in, in one face. Like that was your fucking shot, pal. You had a chance, man. You had a shot. Ah, oh, you're you, you are useless. <laughs> I give you a chance, and you consistently disappoint me. <laughs> just, just go, just go sit in catering. Go, go yeah. sit there. Uh, we'll we'll find something for you to do. Mm. Oh, Grayson, you need an apple. <laughs> Honestly, his run as US champion one of the most insequential title runs I've seen in the last decade or so. Uh, at least they won it. Yeah. At least they at least they won something. Well what Rod Cena, like I think he's even said like if he's still like twenty twenty seven is the cutoff point for him, like in terms mm. of wrestling. Like when the last few opportunities we'll get to see John Cena on a stage like WrestleMania and a match, and you got the opportunity to beat John Cena. And you fucking shat the bed on that one as well. I mean, some blame is on Cena as well, because he looks shite as well. Ah, he did. But, like, you beat John Cena at WrestleMania, and it did fuck all for you. Yeah. Well, half the people who probably attended WrestleMania forgot that they watched you oh. beat Re- John Cena. Don't you remember Vince's golden egg? Oh, jeez. <laughs> Which, funnily enough, that was promoting a Netflix movie that had The Rock in it. And I, joked, I was on the such intro with my brother Ross. We were talking about this deal, and, like, I have a weird feeling The Rock's going to be doing a lot more Netflix projects now. <laughs> just so you know, he can show up on Raw and promote them. Like, remember when Anne Sandler <laughs> a few years ago did, made signed some deal with Netflix to do a certain amount of movies? Mm. All of which were shite. Aye. Uh, I can see The Rock signing a similar similar like deal, because I think he's already going to do a sequel to that movie with the golden egg, you know, that red notice the film is that he, he did. Is he going to make a sequel to The Tooth Fairy? No, I don't think so. The Tooth Fairy 2. Tooth Harder. Tooth harder. <laughs> Tooth very too. Urban decay. <laughs> Brace yourself for Tooth very too. That was quite a clever one. That uh, was good. I'm disappointed myself. Why? <laughs> I Why? Know. I should be better than that. That was that was lowbrow comedy. That was grand. Mm. Ah, shut up. I mean, that's what we're known for. 
sequel bro comedy. Are we? I didn't know that's news to me. Ha ha. See? Ha ha ha. Ha ha ha. What are we talking about? Oh, yes. Hi, The Rock. Back on focus, mate. And then also the Netflix thing, which, you know. Very much, it seems like internationally for people like us, they're doing for us what they did where we peacock in America and the network and the transition there. Mm. I think some people are worried because they're, they're worried about the, the sheer amount of uh, back catalogue and you know, archival yeah, yeah. footage and everything and how Netflix are going to be able to accommodate all of that and everything. Like, I think maybe for a while what they maybe should do is maybe like start doing like more recent stuff on there where like live, the live pay-per-views, the Raws and everything. I think for the UK, not in America, but like for the UK and international, they're going to eventually put SmackDown and NXT on it. I think keep the archive stuff on the network for a while until you can find a way to right, like use, use the network as a stop-off point for yeah. the old stuff just now. Yeah, like and I know they've got a year to figure it out, but I, I would all, I would encourage people to do business there for some teething issues, because while I can't whenever we were watching it on our network a couple of years ago when they did the transition to Peacock, apparently Peacock was having its fair share of issues, and even the network itself wasn't perfect when it first No, launched. I recall that was a little yeah. jittery. Yeah, like I think there's a reason that WWE did Fastly in 2021 as the first Peacock preview, not WrestleMania, because like we've got any bugs, we're figuring it out before WrestleMania. People won't care if they if they have to wait a while to watch Fastly. Yeah, it's only Fastly. I know. You know, that's like that's like a shotgun. That's like a fucking pay per view level shotgun Saturday night. I know. You know, but I did. I did it's, also. Like it's in your house without the funny house logo. Yeah. Hey, I liked in your house. I know. I'm saying like but it doesn't even have that. I did hear an interesting little thing. Nothing official. I yeah, read sure, just sure, people sure. people's opinions and rumors are read on comment pages. Yeah, and I read that if there is indeed a quietly building working relationship between the WWE and TNA, people were saying, "What if mm-hmm. you know? What if once uh, WWE transfers to Netflix, mm-hmm. then if TNA keep on the upward trajectory they're going on, yeah, was to say they don't get the TV spot Maybe. when WWE goes to." Netflix. So that's the thing, because like, WWE was on Spike for a while back in the early 2000s, and when they went back to USA, that's what opened up TNA's initial relationship with Spike TV way back in the day, which they held for more than almost a decade before they fucked it for themselves at the time. Yeah, so what's to say that that's not a secondary, a second bitely apple on a major network, you know? Or they could, if they're working with Endeavour, then Endeavour owns a... The dealings like NBC Universal, which is where Peacock is owned by, yeah. and everything in the USA network, which is why they're still doing a deal with like USA because that's where SmackDown's now going, and yeah. NXT's away at the CW network and things like that. So there's a possibility they could do something in Endeavor Hill. You could do a separate thing on Peacock for internationally, like, oh, here, here catch some classic TNA content and do a deal with them. Yeah, yeah. Like I say, the, the, the road is paved with possibilities for TNA at the minute, mm-hmm. whilst a certain other company struggles to fill a venue. Hey, I'm just I'm just hopeful that it's a it's a partnership that it is, is beneficial for TNA because I'm always skeptical when a company works with a company that's slightly bigger than it that you think the smaller yeah. company is gonna gonna look like like shit by comparison. See, you know? I, I, or, or it might get the short end of the stick. I don't believe that if that is indeed what's happening, yeah. that TNA will get the short end of the stick because I believe that like uh What's the Endeavour guy's name again? Hey, Ari Emanuel. Ari Emanuel, right. I believe he is very fucking savvy, motherfucker, yeah. business-wise. He may try and, like, mm-hmm. 
he may try and encompass both companies into yeah. a major because he's already got UFC. Mm-hmm. He's got WWE. If he has UFC, WWE, and TNA, yeah, I think roped what, into the one fucking thing. I think Endeavor already had a thing with UFC for ages, and then also they could merge it with WWE under the TKO banner. Yeah, so like if 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 TNA gets mm-hmm. branded under the TKO banner, all oh, the possibilities. <laughs> yeah. I'm here. I'm I'm thinking money, man. You know, <laughs> big money, big money contracts. Mm-hmm. Ooh. <laughs> Tony Khan crying into his bowl of powder. <laughs> going, why? Why does everybody hate me? I'm only trying to be WCW in the thousands. Why do they hate me? I'm I'm doing everything right. I'm bringing in all these old WWE guys and. Taking the focus off the guys I should be focusing on. Why is nothing working? <laughs> we tried everything, man, and we're all out of ideas. Yeah. I know. Let's hire Vince Russo. That'll be an idea. Oh, that's when you know he's truly lost these fucking marvels. <laughs> he doesn't need to hire Vince Russo. He's already there. Hmm. Yeah. He's as good as Vince Russo. I'm kind of happy with the, the Netflix thing, because again, like you said, it's something we already have, we already yeah. use. I'm sure the price will probably go up a little bit, but I, I definitely think there'll be some issues to start off with. With the, I think January 2025, like I said, is where they're going to start off with the, the new deal. Apparently it's like $5 billion deal yeah, $5 billion across deal. 10 years, but if Netflix aren't happy with it, they can stop it at 5 but at any point, if they're happy with it, they can do They can go through the full ten, or they can extend it for a further ten, mm-hmm. which is going to turn into a twenty-year deal. And I think, obviously, they're going to have a lot of money. <laughs> oh yeah, money. <laughs> I think they're going to have a lot of incentive, is what I was going to say, yeah. to keep the product and keep uh, Netflix. I think Netflix were a little bit in debt before they made this deal. I think hasn't really helped their debt a lot by spending this money. But I think they're going to get a significant amount of money back and. Yeah, and I was like on the Rogue Vines where I do a show with Carl. We were talking a few weeks ago before the news came in. I was we we're talking about how we talk about all the stuff we've covered about like shows we talked about earlier on Prime Video or on Disney Plus. And I said, "Oh, that's because Netflix their original content really went down in recent years, where like stuff gets cancelled after a season, or they don't really bother making a lot of content, or they have shows that are successful and they just stick with those rather than making new stuff." Yeah, the only like original stuff they do more so now is like stand-up specials and documentaries and shit. Uh, and then all of a sudden, like, oh, yeah, you want original stuff? We're going to bring you off to going forward. Yeah. We're branching out into WWE. Like, it's, it's a good thing for Netflix to get them, because they were, like, for a long time, they were the top in terms of streaming services. Yeah. And now they've, well, the last time they've come out, they've been sinking a little bit in the whole competitiveness of all the services. And now this is the thing, like, this is their, what they're hoping is to take them back up top as well. So it's a, bit, it's a mutual thing. Netflix have incentive to make this work, and so does WWE. But uh, I think that's, you know, there's also the other that's talking about also the Netflix deal. Yes, the Netflix deal. There's also the other talking about the Netflix deal and everything. And I think it's as much analysis as you're going to get from us today. Yeah. But we did good analysis. <laughs> and we brought it all the way back from all that negative talk about people to mm-hmm. all the positive talk about TNA and $5 billion mm-hmm. deals and... Bizarre. We have to slightly reference negative deals here because uh, I think we it'll be a long time, if any time, that we'll see Brock Lesnar ever again on WWE TV. <sighs> um, if the if the talk is what is what he what was used to get Brock to come back, I am I am hopeful mm-hmm. 
Well, that turns out to be mm -hmm. not true. Mm -hmm. I'm hopeful because I have a feeling that will that will that will be bad not just for him but for his family too. Yeah. Especially because I like before all this crap came out, mm -hmm. I was hearing a lot of stuff about his daughter. Mm -hmm. You know, and she's like she's quite a fucking collegiate wrestler herself. Yeah. And she's doing a lot of good things, making moves. So I hope, like, yeah, I hope nothing bad comes out because he ha he has a daughter, he has mm -hmm. his son. Mm -hmm. I think his son's a wrestler too. I think so. He's a big fucker. I've seen oh, his well, son. Of course, he's, he's, he's fucking the center of He's a husky big boy, <laughs> you know. But he's also like he's got his wife, you know, who probably when they take it so well, mm -hmm. there's a lot of people that could end up being hurt from that crap. So. Yeah. I, mean, I hope it's not true. I think the Lesnar parts of it are, we should remember, are still allegations at this point because like, there are certain documents that he's even named on these that he former UFC champion. So that his part is still, I think, ongoing. But I, I think they, they are still covering themselves because the. Hopefully it's the, not last year. Nobody liked him anyway. <laughs> the, the speed in which he was uh, removed. removed from the planned return of the Royal Rumble. Like, all people were looking at the different spots in the men's role, like who was taking. Spot. I, would say, I actually thought Pat McAfee That's what I thing. thought. I thought it was McAfee. Because, because this, like, you're like, Pat, you fought at WrestleMania and SummerSlam. Why are you all of a sudden, like, I'm scared now. I'm going, you're doing the, a shit version of the Drew Carey spot from from Rumble 2001. But seriously, why why, why waste a spot? Like, and that, that, that annoyed the fuck out of me. Like, he came in, and then he jumped over the rope, and then he jumped out again, and then he jumped in again, and then he just left. Aye. What the fuck? I know. He could have, I mean, Hulk Hogan was on the opening promo, but he could have let Hogan come in just yeah. to shake a wee bit and go, you. And then he gets slightly tapped and goes, oh no, I have fallen. Ow, my hip. Aye, aye. You could have just. Get, let, get Randy to beat him up to fucking revenge that loss. You, you couldn't, uh, you couldn't have Matt come in, but immediately get thrown out. Like, have him do a Gerald Lawler. Takes the king. <laughs> Dinner the king, king McMahon. Uh, I watched I watched the uh, talking about Jerry, I watched yeah. the ninety six rumble the other day. Mm -hmm. Where fucking Sean Michaels jumps out the ring and then he's turning into the fire like what? Underwear? <laughs> Didn't know? He climbs climbs up the ring and drags him the fuck out, puts him back in, just goes, Boff, out you go. Proper panto like, where is he? He's behind you. Right. <laughs> just Sean like what? Dunell? Ah, he's Dunell. Where's the pervy man? He's under there. <laughs> Vince <laughs> No, not that one, the other one. Ah, the other one. The other one. We're all pervy men. So, say, 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 the pervy men who works with WWE, like, you don't even know which one I mean. <laughs> could be several. It's the, it's the really dirty one. <laughs> but, uh, I think it has been probably confirmed, like, oh no, Braun Breaker from AT has, Rick Steiner's done his spot was, uh, was there, uh, brought his spot. As I, as I say, when one door closes for nefarious reasons, mm -hmm. Another one opens and we get that big crazy running fuck that comes in and bashes a bunch of people and throws a bunch of people out and then Dominic throws them out. I mean, the thing that confuddles me <laughs> is the fact that before this shit came out, they were going to have Dominic fight Brock. Uh, they were going to somehow have Dominic Lemon so Brock could fight him in, in uh, Australia and by fight I mean murder how Dominic. Would, how would that have worked? No one would have believed that. 
Uh, well, you can you can do anything in the rumble, but like in terms of a fight, I think it was just a case of like everyone, people hated Dom. They wanted to see Dom get killed. But I think the other thing that's now been shot is that they were going to do Gunther versus Brock at WrestleMania, and now that seems to be on the chopping block. But then you think I like the way you put chopping block. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But you thought the rain he's had now he's far surpassed the record. Like he said, as he went into rumble, uh, and he was yelling at Kaiser who got eliminated. Is that this is day five hundred ninety six of a good event? So he's way past by the time this comes at the six hundred day mark. Yeah, possibly coming in near seven hundred uh, by the time Mania comes around. Like you know, he's done that with the NXT UK tail before. Like as I said with Gunther, he wins a belt, he holds on to it mm-hmm. and holds it and holds it and holds it. So you think maybe like they might want to take the belt off of Mania so we can try to get him properly situated in the world title yeah. scene? Yeah, well he will be. But, but like then again, like did that mean that Brock was going to be IC champion? Because it's not something I see. Because like the workhorse is constantly defended on the guy who shows up maybe once a month. Yeah, because Brock is not a grand slam, is he? No, no, he's not even. I think he's mainly held world titles. Not even been a tag champion. He's not even a triple crown then. No, not even not in WWE. Like he's been like in OVW. He's a tag team champion. Yeah, he was. Shelton. He was part of the Minnesota Wrecking Crew. Yeah, stretching crew. Stretching crew. What was it? Stretching crew with he, with Shelton. Yes. That's like, when he used to do that moonsault he done. I think like clips of old like dark matches and like two thousand two thousand one Raws of like him him and Shelton versus like Rico and John Cena or the prototype as he was. Yeah, the prototype. Mm-hmm. Ruthless aggression. <laughs> Even Rico doesn't look like the Rico that you'd see on on TV. Does he not? No, really, no. He's, he looks all serious. Oh, I'm Rico. I know martial arts. Like I'm not gay, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. It's funny, though, considering that he was portrayed as the gayest one, even yeah. though he was, like, the actual guy is, like, a fucking hardcore dude. Yeah. But he was the manager to Billy Chuck, the ambiguously gay duo. Yes, who had a who had a confirmation, a friendship ceremony. Yes. One minute Chuck Palumbo's a baker, mm-hmm. next minute he's a poof. One way or another, he likes wearing leather. Yes, yes. <laughs> was he a baker before he was... No, it was like, the baker was afterwards, I think. Yeah, he needed that. He really did need that after the Billy and Chuck thing. They were they were basically just a gay version of the Body Donnas. Yeah, very much. You know, mm-hmm. skip the zip. But they swapped out Sunny for Rico. Yeah. Well, he had a better ass. So, <laughs> yeah. And he traded up to three minute warning. Rosie and Jamal. Yes. Anyway, uh, what were we talking about? Yeah, Brock. And he he also famously in the Survivor Series. Mm-hmm. O2 were shown one? Yes. Yeah. Survivor Series O2, he's famous for getting caught on a halt night going, Damn it, Jeff! <laughs> Jeff! I Jeff, mean, you druggy dick, you know you're supposed to be well! Wasn't the worst thing to be caught on mic on that preview? I was probably Scott saying earlier and going, Give me a fucking mic! Mm. <laughs> ah, Scott Steiner. Now, nah, what are you going to do? Speaking of Steiner, Braun Breaker. Yeah! It's currently a thing doing a weird tag team with Baron Corbin yeah, and well, the assholes. Aye, that's what officially that's what they're calling themselves. The assholes. They're one half of the upcoming finals for the Dusty Classic, which is on the fourth February at uh, their upcoming show Vengeance so what, what Day. What does what does this what does the winners of this tournament finally achieve? Then well, they get a nice trophy and their names added on the trophy, which is basically a big trophy with a picture of Dusty in his cowboy boots. They get the trophy and then you get a title shot at the NXT Tag Team titles. Right, so you actually get a title shot. It's yeah, not, yeah, it's it's not like the Andre Battle Royal where you get, oh look, I got a trophy. Ooh. Yeah, I mean, I think from the second tournament onwards it was for the title shot. In the first year it was because it was on the same year that he passed. It was just a tribute thing. Where it was Joe and Finn Balor that won the first one. Yeah. Balor was still the NXT champion. 
at the time. And more to the point, talking about titles and trophies and things, and this trophies. is completely out, out, out of mm-hmm. focus of this conversation. Yeah. Why has Braun Strowman never defended that greatest Rumble title? Because it doesn't matter. Oh. Plus it's like that, is it? Because it's ugly and green. It is ugly and green. I mean, look, you've seen how quickly they broke his trophy a week or so later. It's, it's like the original world title that Hulk Hogan won. That was ugly and green, too. I've said it, I've said it once, I've said it a hundred times. Green doesn't work for a title belt, especially not no, for the strap. No. You. <laughs> I've said it once, I'll say it again. I'll say, I'll say also, see that Intercontinental title belt during the era of Attitude, I believe? Mm-hmm. That oval one? Mm-hmm. Yes. I, mean, I did not like that title. It was a gay title. I mean, one of the positives about bloody Gunther is uh, his title looks cool and suits him. Well, I didn't like that design in the belt, but I think it's worked more and more for me with him holding it. Maybe it's just because it's him holding it. Maybe I won't like it again when someone takes it from him. But I thought you think about uh, Braun Breaker, you know, filling the spot for Brock who's going to fight Gunther Mania. Braun Breaker is the last man to pin Gunther in a singles match. Is he? Yeah, like the Tuesday after Mania 38. On it, uh, when Brombreaker won the belt back on Raw and then came on Tuesday next night, they was just like, we want to have Gunther challenge for the title, but we also need him on the main roster soon. So they did a quick title match on the main event of the NXT post-WrestleMania, where Brombreaker won. And then Gunther came up to the main roster and pretty much been unbeatable since. Good. So, so there's a story there. Maybe maybe if he doesn't, he doesn't win this dusty thing, why don't you just bring Braun up, because Braun's been ready for a long time. Bring Braun, let Braun fight Gunther at WrestleMania. Yeah. Because, like, I've never been as big on Goldberg's spear, but... Braun Breaker's spear, as you see on that rubble. Braun has the kind of spear people think that Goldberg has. He just fucking ploughs. Yeah. Goldberg's people. looks kind of gay and clunky. Braun's looks like he... Braun's looks like he could possibly split a person in two. Yeah. Because cause he has the same kind of movement and physique that his dad had at his prime. Yeah. Rick Steiner. Mm-hmm. Like... What is it? Like... like Dog faced gremlin, that's mm-hmm. what they called him. Mm-hmm. But he, he's he's fucking he's built like a football player. Mm-hmm. He moves like a football player, and you can see he's fucking solid. He's mm-hmm. like granite, that guy. Mm-hmm. Like he's one of the guys that moves a lot quicker than you think somebody his build would move. Yeah. He moves like a cruiserweight, mm-hmm. but hits like a Brock Lesnar. Yeah. And see when Brock first debuted in 02, mm-hmm. he moved like a cruiserweight. Yeah. No, no. Yeah. He kind of fucking flobbles about the ring in his fucking shorts or his bloody daft tattoo and his <laughs> ponytail. Sweats a lot after five minutes and just brutalises people. Like I've said before on the show, and I'll, I'll say it again here, uh, that uh, I think we were talking about an old Steiner match when I first said this, but like, I've often wondered what would happen if you could take the insanity of uh, promos from Big Pop Punt Steiner and give him the input into someone who has the agility of Classic WF tag team Steiner is like both mm. and Rick, and the answer to that is him. Yeah, because sometimes he does sound more Steiner when he's talking. I mean, it makes more sense. Like I remember one of his best uh, early promos when he was doing a bit to Cam when he was trying to challenge Champa for the XT Champions. He's like, "I'm not here to make friends. You want a friend? Go get a dog. <laughs> <laughs> Go get a puppy." Usually, you get in the Royal Rumble, you got a ten percent chance of this. Then I suddenly end up replacing Brock Lesnar as the nephew of a genetic freak. <laughs> anyway. But no, great things are in the future of Braun Breaker, I think. Absolutely. I worried for a while, like, as you going back a few months now, I worried for a while, like, when, when his daddy was a little unkind to Giselle. Yeah. I thought, oh, that's not going to ask him up, is it? Uh, he never said it. I mean, I pretty sure that was, like, Mania Weekend last year, and, like, 
he did uh, it was the day before he was he dropped the XT belt to Carmel Hayes at San Deliver, and I did notice at the time there being booze, although you can make assumptions if that was because of the allegations or just maybe people didn't like him at that point because yeah, I mean, yeah. I'll be honest with you a lot of people myself included were sick of Braun by that point and actually I think he was in the case of like mate you should have been you should have dropped that belt and gone up ages ago mm. but no I don't think it overly affected him no I don't think it, not in the long run not in the long run maybe like you say in the short term like people getting their knickers in a twist about something that wasn't his deal yeah you know yeah. I'm not saying getting the knickers in a twist is something that was un- yeah. unimportant because yeah. I'm sure, uh, surely it's important you don't say shit like that but he never yeah. fucking said it yeah yeah you can't judge someone based on their, their parents actions I don't think yeah yeah but I, I think about the rumble when we, we'll come back to the men's rumble but going to the women's rumble because I like the short nature of this preview in terms of like oh, the rumbles are going to be like an hour long you just, yeah. you just bring two matches in between and then it was it because it was already yeah. a late at night for us here in the UK and if you're watching it live we're about to talk about the women's rumble which is going to be ever so much fun yeah because i'll just say it here and sometimes it happens when like whether there's two many guys or two chambers or two rumbles one between the men's and women's is going to be better than the other like, i thought last year the money in the bank the women's was probably better than the men's one i've noticed that like i'm sorry cut in right sure, but sure. i've noticed that the last couple of major ple's mm-hmm. the women's part of it mm-hmm. has been 10 times better mm-hmm. the women's fucking rumble the women's war games. Yeah. The women's money in the bank. All the women's events have been fucking, like, knocking it the fuck out of the park. Right, last year, I think I preferred the men's rumble, like, cause, but they had a lot going on that way, like, a good yeah. big long run through that and all sorts of things. But this year, the women's one was the better rumble. Oh, the women's one was for so many reasons. You know, it's always funny, it's usually it's the one that's first, but that was the rare case, but that's not the case, it's like last year's money bank, because the women's money bank was second, and again, I preferred that one to yeah, the men's Yeah, yeah, I loved the ending, like, was she handcuffed it to <laughs> Yeah, because like, when every once in a while you realise, like, yeah, you can do inventive finishes still. I knew, I think a lot of people were thinking that Naomi, or Trini, or whatever you want to call her, was going to show up as a surprise entrant. I didn't think she'd come out right at the start. Though. Try Omi. Try Omi, yeah. He's <laughs> like, I did a suite with the guys at ESSR, and we had, uh, I, we were, one of the things was, uh, name us a Pinto surprise for the men's and women's. And so, seemingly that no one else, no many other people had done it, I went, fuck it, because I've heard the rumours about it, I'm going to put Naomi, that'll be an easy two points. And yeah. she came in, like, haha, mm-hmm. I didn't win the sweep, I lost by two points. But came in number two. Yes, she went, and like, I popped for her, like, and everyone seemed happy to see her. Like, I don't know if you've seen, like, Sport, I think it was Sports Illustrated did, like, uh, their end of year war for 2023, and, like, like Judgment Day fucking sweeped in terms of, like, Faction of the Year, Women's Wrestler of the yeah. Year, Match of the Year went to, like, her, Rick Ripley and Charlotte. Uh, and Trinity got given comeback of the year because she returned to wrestle after a while away in mid like 2023 to go to Impact becoming knockout champion and mm. that run so she won that and then she came in it was nice to see her everybody I think it was in Florida where she's from so everybody was happy to see her there and uh, she's Jimmy's missus right Jimmy yeah oh. Jimmy uh, and then remember was carrying on and then fucking number five fucking oh, the sirens going off and like my, I was watching it by myself at the time and I was sitting there watching it live and my exact words I learned were, no fucking way. <laughs> and then joking yeah, and then yes, way. yes way. Yes way. I don't want to believe it. I sent my brother a voice note who I knew was watching on his own house. He was away. He was watching on his own because he wasn't well. I'm sending him a voice note going, Tiana, Tiana, But no, she came in and the way she came into that rumble, man, she came in right away, boom. Fucking like three people smack, fucking slam, slam. Mm-hmm. Ah. Oh man. <laughs> I like, I seen it and me and Brian were sitting watching it and I heard the sirens. Mm-hmm. 
And you know what? Why, why, like, immediately I recognised the goddamn sirens. <laughs> But then I thought, nah, it can't be, it'll take the piss. And then I seen her name come up on the thing, and I was like, yes, fucking told you, yes, that's the rumour I knew. Which kind of annoyed me, because that kind of solidified my belief that Gunther was going to win the men's. Uh, like, this one was true, the other one's going to be true, Jordan's in the rumble, Gunther's going to win the men's. I was pretty stoked at that I point. I given the fact that Seth's mania plan mania opponent is fucked, and... We're not meant to talk about Gunther's plan mania opponent, so there's no nothing to say that Gunther and Seth's path can't cross over now. Well, that was the case, like the uh, Raw before Rumble. I yeah, believe. they did tease it. So, no, do a do a Hogan Warrior s thing, your title for title, maybe if mm-hmm. that's what you want to do. Make Gunther a double champion. Mm. Ah, have Imperium beat the Judgment Day. Mm. Make the ju- make Imperium a dominant faction. <laughs> yes. Yes. Indeed. Indeed. Yes. And then give them a stand to make a speech to the masses. Or just have the Germany drop it to some face team so that the Imperium can beat them that one them at Mania because Priest should be dropping the Tigers and trying to trying to become world champions. That's what the fucking briefcase is for. Well, well I'll come back to him. As long as mm-hmm. whoever beats them mm-hmm. isn't DIY, I'll be happy because I hate them. Well they've had a match on Raw, haven't they? I haven't seen the result of that yet. Well, I won't say anything. I'm just saying they're already but fighting DIY. I hate DIY. I don't know which one of the two of them I dislike more. That's where I am with DIY at the moment. I hate the representation. Mm-hmm. I hate the stupid fucking theme song. Oh yeah, the theme song's garbage. I hate Johnny Gargano. Mm-hmm. Ugh. I liked Champa before he decided to pile up with that dick again. <laughs> he wasn't. I never. Well, I never liked him, but he did. It didn't matter to me, mm-hmm. you know. When when's it going to happen? That Champ is going to go rogue and just boot him in the face again, like he did in NXT. That'd be good. Well, you need to have you need a build to that. Give it time. And the fact that they don't talk about them, like, oh look how chummy and brilliant you are. You do realize on NXT, he gave him a brutal fucking beating, ah, yeah. and need and booted the shit out of his face. I seen that. I I even winced a little when I seen that. Mm. But no, they're all chummy, chummy, pally, pally again. A couple of dickheads are doing them. <laughs> anyway. Don't like them. Anyway, probably the women's role. Fucking, then it, then it dulled and all about then it picked up later on. But like, I remember when Ivy Nile came and I missed my brother like, buddy, Ivy Nile does look like a discount Jordan Grace, which makes it, and it's, it's made it evident even more so when she's standing in the ring next to the actual Jordan yeah, Grace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's Jordan before she had her protein. Yeah. Yeah. I do like that Jordan had a moment with me and I'm like, hey, hey, look at this. And, and now we go like, to fight it. <laughs> I liked the fucking bit with Ivy and Niall where the two of them were like, check, you want to do this? Cool. Yeah. And they fucking did the suspended fucking slam thing. <laughs> it was cool. Like, like I could hold them up for, for for as long as I want to, as can I. Let's see how long we can hold them for. Look, let's not play this game if it was between the two of us. I would eat you. <laughs> and then the way they kind of protected her, and I mean, metaphorically, not physically, because that looked rough. Yeah. But she was eliminated with a KOD onto the... Right, I mean, like, well, yeah, see, she was the only one I can remember during that whole women's rumble that was eliminated with a finisher. Mm-hmm. We needed a finisher to put Jordan in it. Mm-hmm. You know. So, also, the women's re- longest, re- the longest time for a women's wrestler in the rumble was broken twice in the same match. Because going into, I think it was, well, no, I think going well, into it, Ripley held the record. Because before, I before her, it was in twenty one with Bianca with fifty eight minutes, then be, then Ripley was just over an hour. I think the whole thing was last year that both her and Gunther broke different Rumble yeah, records. Yeah. And then I think 
Naomi just by like a less than a minute surpassed uh, Ripley. Ripley, and then Bailey by staying in the match longer right up to the end beat it by two minutes. So it's like one minute, one hour, three minutes and something seconds. Like that mildly confused me, considering yeah. that Rhea entered at number one, mm-hmm. stayed until the end. Well, but well, Bailey entered at number three. Well, I think, I think it depends on what happens in the final section after everyone comes in, how much longer that section no, goes on for. Because like, sometimes you'll get an immediate elevation, sometimes you'll get like a Sean Taker and all of like a mini, or like Gunther and Cody Lashley with like a mini match in between. And yeah. It did seem to be kind of a, I extended a little bit between Liv, Jade and, and Bailey at the end. Yeah. Everyone yeah. fighting to get everyone it. Like I say, I loved the end, didn't it, like, where Bailey just kind of rolled in between the second and Aye. bottom, the second, but, middle rope. Well, okay, it, was a, it was kind of a signature move that Liv used to eliminate Jade with the whole kind of code breaker move, sending her launching her yeah, off yeah. the apron. Um, and finally, somebody done it. <laughs> finally, Tiffy time, man. Tiff, oh. Tiffany Stratton grabbed her bastard braid, and then Bailey was like, "Boot, see you later." <laughs> when Bailey booted her out, I was like, "Yeah, I saw yourself, Bailey." Maybe Tiffany, like, if I'm going down, I'm taking you with me. <laughs> I was really happy to see her. I was happy to see Roxanne Perez in the match. Mm, I loved a bit and all when Bailey eliminated fucking. See when Natalia tried to be yeah. a cunt and yeah. eliminate Tegan Knox, mm-hmm. and Tegan threw her out. Well, you fucking bitch tried to throw me out, and then Bailey threw her in and leaned over and went, "That's your pal that tried to throw you out." Well, that's your pal. See, that's why you've never run a rumble. That's because you keep fucking turning on people. You can't have any pals. Aye, and I, then I, Bailey, I that big square Lego he did. What have any pals? And then you had the whole thing with damage control, word dominant for it, and then Buddy asking Carrie Gallery and Bailey's like, "Oh no, I'm all alone now. Mm. What am I going to do?" Natalia, big square, heeding a voice like fucking RuPaul. <laughs> no, sorry, RuPaul's got a more feminine voice. Not if you've seen the bloody means like Kyrie sprawled across the LED board. You'll have done like the meme of like Tony Gwynn and Spider Man Two on the train. Oh, uh, totally. Was that a fuck up? Or was that on purpose? I think I don't know. I think she may have. Some people said it was a fuck up. I don't know if it meant she was meant to go out, she went out earlier or maybe her feet touched when they weren't meant to. Mm. I don't know the exact nature of the fuck up was. It worked anyway. But it seemed to it work worked, with the yeah. idea of like Bailey saying like, oh, I've got friends and now I don't have friends. No. And like they've teased like, oh, definitely. Like she's, I think she's, she showed up for Rob and then said like, oh no, but I'm going to have an official decision on SmackDown. I think she's teased like, oh, don't worry, I'll, I'll challenge Rhea Ripley for the title mm. and make sure we have all the belts. And like, but then down... I I talked myself out of Bailey winning. And I thought the other the other the two main matches that have been ruled for me have been Eo Bailey Becky Rhea. I've been and I thought it was going to be Becky because I thought because the the way he set up Bailey Eo is to have Bailey get kicked out of Damage which has been teasing for ages. And I thought they told like Bailey you need to win the rumble, and if Bailey gets close to winning the rumble, then fucks it up. That would be the further catalyst for them mm. to get it. But then some people I think some people maybe be able to choose to maybe we should do a Batista like the two contracts and they go. Ah, no, I'm challenging you. Yeah. I've got to be honest, though. I was happy that Becky didn't win it because I'll be honest with you, I'm starting to tire of Becky. Mm-hmm. Seriously, starting to tire of Becky. What is her whole shtick? She's shouty in Irish. <laughs> Come on. I, I that is, you cannot argue that point. That is her whole gimmick. She's shouty in Irish. Plus, she's nearly 40 now. Is she? She's just turned 37. I did not know that. Yeah, she just turned 37. Well, there you go. Aye. But there you go. Aye. Nearly 40, shouty in Irish. I'm, I'm just saying. There I, is people, I, I think they've made the 40 part part of our gimmick, but alright. There is, there is people with more 
layered gimmicks on her. I'm thinking in terms of a big match for Mania to have her with Rhea, I think I don't mind that as a match, but I, I plus she's crap as a face. Then look at this match. Another one of the big surprises was Jade Cargill's finally making her, her debut. And what a hell of a debut she got, because in the same match she eliminated Nia Jax, she eliminated Naomi, she eliminated Becky using Naomi. Mm-hmm. She I can't remember where I heard this phrase, but I like me really like joking about like she beat a motherfucker with another motherfucker. Yes. <laughs> and then threw her and then had that got into the final three, did had the spot with with Liv and then while Liv took too much time looking at that, Billy was like, ah fuck off. And it not just that. And, Liv, even though she came back number thirty, she still uh, got a reasonably strong showing by being the one to eliminate Jade Cargill. And, and who had eliminated Naya and Naomi and mm, Becky. Yeah. I think it sets up other contenders for for Rhea Ripley. Like, I like there's there's talk is now that there will be a women's champion in, the, in, in Australia, but it mm. will be for the winner will be challenging for the women's world title. So I think yeah. they may get a Bailey decision between now and the chamber. That'll be cool. But so I like obviously Becky is a contender, but I think you can also try and convince yourself live because like they used Rhea beating the shit out of her in episode Raw to write live out. Yeah, I on was thinking Raw. that. So you can you can set that up. They were tag partners for a pretty briefest of periods, I think. Was that when, was that before Rhea joined the Judgment Day? Yeah, I think she turned out to right before joining Judgment Day. Uh-huh. And I think she had they did like they even had to, like that six person tag right before Edge got kicked. It was a uh, Edge Priest and Rhea versus AJ Finn and Liv. I think it was telling a sale. I remember that. Yeah. He also. You know, mm-hmm. also seen the tweets mm-hmm. and whatnot. Yeah. Or the X's, I don't know exactly yeah. how you fucking quote it now. Mm-hmm. But uh, did you see Jordan's tweets after, after the fact? Them, yeah. And she was like, ah, see you again soon. Mm-hmm. This I, isn't the last you've seen of me. Yeah, and I think they said, like, TNA helped set this up. Like, unlike Mickey, who was kind of on a different kind of deal last year, uh, Jordan is signed still at TNA. This isn't an indication that she's not signed. Uh, she has never been a yeah. WWE chick. She's yeah. a she's an, a TNA original. Yeah. yeah, there's still potential for crossover. Where that's going to happen, we don't know. Uh, it's sad. Champ v champ match. I think there's a lot being set up in this room. Well, I think you know a lot of people have assumed that like G would get come in here and then maybe wouldn't see a wrestle again till Mania if they think she's ready enough. And I think like. I don't know if it was proven, but I think before she got hurt, there was an idea to have Charlotte versus Jade. Now Charlotte's knees fucked, <laughs> and I think she's still a long ways from from getting better. As I as I say, I don't wish any kind of injury yeah. or ill will on anybody, mm-hmm. but I think it's good for the pro- product mm-hmm. because I think they rely too heavily on certain people, mm-hmm. and I was I was really quite annoyed when CM Punk came back. No, yeah, because I don't like him or anything. Yeah. No, I don't have a lot of time for him, but. The very fact that he just reappeared and, oh, look, he's in a title match. Mm-hmm. Nah, mate, work for it. Mm-hmm. Every other gun has to work for it. Why do you just get to turn up and, oh, look, I'm here? Yeah, and also there's the fear which whenever Charlotte comes back or, or comes into a Rumble match that she might win it. Mm. Like the year she did win it, when she, when she shouldn't have. It should have been Shayna that year. But anyway. Charlotte, unlike the year Bianca won it when both her feet touched the floor. Anyway, we eventually win it. But it, I think, I think some of Bianca. I do think after that standoff, like you can set up, believe you, a Bianca Jade match. Versus, so and there you go, there you go. Just off the bat, there, uh, Becky, Rhea, Io Bailey, <sighs> Bianca, Jade, three potential big singles match for t- across the two nights of Mania. One of them doesn't mm-hmm. even need a championship involved. The case of Jade, like 
hello, I'm, I'm a star. I demand to be at WrestleMania. Mm-mm. I can do what they've uh, what they've been doing, like when Orton came back, when Punk came back, I've heard going between Nick Aldis and Adam Pearce trying to say, okay, I'll try and say, I'll sign with whoever you, whichever one of you can pitch me the best kind of WrestleMania opponent. Mm. And so they go through the women's roster to try and find somebody to fight Jade. And <laughs> leap out Nicky Cross. <laughs> <laughs> did, you, did you clock that on Raw the other week, by the way? I think it was Raw. During a while, they get matches where Nicky Cross just appeared mm-hmm. for some random reason on the rampway. Mm-hmm. And then went away again. <laughs> what in the name of fuck are they doing with Nicky Cross? I don't know. Are they building anything or is she genuinely just zombied and wandering about the place until her contract runs out? I don't have a fucking clue that I don't really care at this point. I don't think they know. I don't know. I don't think Nicky knows at this point either. She was, but, she, she was one of the few people that wasn't even in, I don't think she was even in the Women's Rumble. Oh no, right? That was weird. The fuck? I mean, for all the wasted time we could have gave the fucking spot to her that we gave Valhalla. <laughs> <laughs> don't even, that, that idiot, man, that fucking... I'd love it if Naya had sat on him. Well, on the other side, she's also... I think Valhalla's actually broken the record for shortest time in a Women's no, Rumble. No, she's, she's tying with Chelsea. Tying with Chelsea. Oh, I remember when Chelsea came back, came in, got thrown out. I was pissing myself laughing. <laughs> like I was like clutching myself, like pissing myself laughing. Last year's one, my last year one with yeah, Chelsea. Yeah. I don't know why. I wasn't as big on Chelsea towards the end of her impact run. I'm, I'm fine with her character now, but I wasn't big. So seeing her just get thrown out, come back, Ben Fair get thrown out. I was like, ah, <laughs> coming into this rumble wearing a ginormous pride flag. Look at, <laughs> and then she, she nods off the apron and, ha- and Lady Piper catches her like. But Piper, put back in the right. Don't you dare put me down. Piper's like, ah, uh, uh, and Piper's like, ah, I'll put you down. Ah, no. I think, I think eventually Piper's going to do something. Well, I did love like her constantly trying to go for Naya and then landing, hitting, hitting her, or like Naya lands on her. I don't know. I've rewound this. Make sure I caught it. She's trying to wake up. Yesy, yesy. Wake up. Louis Vuitton's having a sale. I think she, that's what uh, she legit says. It's just like, Louis Vuitton's having a sale, wake up, Chelsea, wake up! I sent a gift to the Star Creature, I was like, that bit for the Simpsons, stop, he's already dead! <laughs> so a bit of all with fucking Naya fell on him. <laughs> oh. oh, Jesus, she's, Poor she's Chelsea. Done. She's a pancake now, she's done, she's fucked. Yeah, yeah. What the fuck was the bit, like, see the bit of all where it looked like her and Piper were out, and then she yeah. was back in, was she... Put through the ropes. I think she. I think she went through the ropes or she rolled under. Because yeah, I, mean, I thought that as well. Like, and then she comes Cole, back in. Cole did make a couple of mm-hmm. questionable calls during yeah. that. Questionable audibles. Like he said that. Well, hadn't he been back to back Rumble winners? Oh, no, no. He, and he then said, he remembered no, it and no, forgot Sean. No, no. He didn't say they hadn't been back to back winners because they'd mentioned in the show like the whole thing with Cody. Like, can he be the first person since Stone Cold to do back to back? I think he said we hadn't have two winners of the Rumble. And I, and I used did. I was like, like, oh, but we did go to overtime one year. Like, like some people say, oh, maybe he meant uh, we had two winners of ones. We're like, no, but then he mentioned Cena Batista. So like, bear a heart and lights. I would like to have a word with you. Aye, it was a whole fucking WrestleMania out of that fucking crap. <laughs> All because they decided to make Lex Luger a fucking glorified knob end <laughs> on a bus, <laughs> and then have him. Win a match by count out and then celebrate as if he'd won the title. Mm-hmm. Completely arsed him. Aye. They could have kept him as the narcissist. He could have made a great heel champion, but nah. 
I don't think the way the easy way they could have recovered this, like they were, they did something like him and Perfect when Perfect screwed him at Mania and then didn't do anything because Perfect was for that almost Perfect retired because of his Lloyd's London policy and all that stuff before he went to WCW. But uh, <sighs> the thing with uh, with him, like they couldn't have had him just turn, like you can rise his bread at the end, like you should have had him turn, have him fight fucking Brett at King of the Ring for the title. Instead, they did, they had him versus fucking Diesel when Diesel with IC Jump because like. With build up easily, you know he's not quite ready yet. <laughs> uh, and how did that magic kind of ring end? But he Anvil caused the DQ because like, oh, I need to keep the belt on Brett because no one can take the belt other than no one. That was their playing like he aligns him like I made sure your brother had the belt because you're the one who deserves to take it from him away. Mm. Now what they should have done, I mean, what was the next big event after the WrestleMania at that point? Well, in '94, King, King of the Ring, King of King of the Ring, right? Yeah, they could have had. Lex win the title for Yoko. Mm-hmm. Turn heel on Brett and have a screwy finish like a DQ or a count out or something where he keeps the belt at WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. And then have him lose it at King of the Ring. Mm-hmm. He would have had a short run as a heel champ. Yeah. He would have been on the it would have been on his ticky ticky box saying, I've won that belt. Mm-hmm. I mean fuck's sake, we even let Million Dollar Man defend it at live events. Well, it was also like stupid but but Lex is like he celebrates winning the coin toss, which means he gets to fight Yoko first. Like, no, that means you're going to be more tired going into a match with Brett. Because like they set up a thing like if Yoko, if uh, Luger wins the coin toss and fights wins and fights uh, Yoko first, Brett fights Owen, which happened. But if Brett had won the coin toss, it would have been Crush versus Lex to make sure like neither man had an advantage, so you both wrestled twice mm-hmm. either way. But like Yoko, like yay, I get to wrestle the larger competitor first. Like, no, you want a knackered Brett to come through in the main event, then you can batter them. Mm. That's what you want, but no. And then apparently they had him come at a taping, a superstars taping, wearing the belt, wearing the WWF title, just to see how people would react. Like people probably acted as if to say, "Why are you holding a belt you didn't win?" Yeah, it's a whole lot of stupidness at that time. Well, they, yeah. they could have done things so much better and didn't. Mm-hmm. But anyway, but they did. They had a lot of things well for this women's rumble. I thought. Yes, they especially did. with Bailey's uh, win. I would say solid ten out of ten for the women's rumble. And a big thing for Bailey, her, her going into this is I think I may have mentioned before. This is the one thing she'd never done in terms of the WWE. She's won all the belts she needs to win. She's won a chamber. She's won money in the bank. She's now been in a hell. Maybe she'll check one more thing off if they choose to do this. But I don't think they've done this. I don't think they will do I think there's some other things that can main event night one but if she and EO for whatever reason can main event night one she can add a main event of Wrestlemania to that but she's never had a chance to do she's that she's also got another thing she shares with a legend hmm. much like Ric Flair mm-hmm. she came in at number three mm-hmm. and went all the way yes she did <laughs> and and recorded a record time which Flair done too I yes, think yes at the time yeah because like going into it 91 was uh, the record was Elba Martel and then he broke it and then Randomly, I think either was either 93 or 94, Bob Backlund. Oh, broke. Bob Backlund won at 93. Right, Bob Backlund broke his record, and then they tried to say that Sean had some sort of record. Oh, he's been over an hour old from number one. Like, no, you were in for 38 minutes. That's how long the 95 Rumble lasted. Yeah. Did they shorten the space between entrants? How long was the 96 Rumble? I don't know. But Sean came was, in much later. In like, he one. came in much later in that one, but like they shortened the time. But also, I don't think they had faith that Bulldog particularly could last an hour. And this came a match because, like, he was already fucked up in the start of the bloody Brett match. Like, Brett, I'm fucked. I can't remember now. Stop smoking crack, you're fine. <laughs> I'm fucked. Where am I? Are we in England? <laughs> Maybe if you stop smoking all those drugs. Yeah. 
I enjoyed the the four way match. I like it was a change in pace for like uh, women's usual stuff. Like they tried to do the whole stack thing. Yeah. And then AJ got involved in it. Yeah. And then they managed to get Solo away. And like Solo did get involved, but he didn't lead directly to the finish of the match. Roman had to do it on his own. Yeah, I've got the Solo. Mm-hmm. It was a good match. Yeah. Roman pretty much won it clean. Yeah. Like, and. LA didn't eat the pin. Oh yeah, it was always going to be easy, I think. Like, the only reason it was made of four ways, like, he was going to do Randy Roman singles match and they thought, and he's getting a good reaction since he came back. We don't want him to lose cleanly too early. So they put two other people who could possibly lose in the same match. So he could lose, but not be pinned. Yeah. It was always going to be easy. LA was left looking strong. Mm-hmm. Randy was left looking strong. Yeah. AJ was left looking like a bitch. <laughs> because he ate the fucking, what was it, the spear he yeah. ate? Yeah. He ate the spear mm-hmm. and took the clean pin. Aye. So, you know, I believe the next feud that AJ could possibly be involved in would be an extended feud with LA Knight. I can see that as well. Because if you remember the finish of that four-way, uh-huh. like, AJ was going up to go for the phenomenal mm-hmm. and then Roman threw LA onto the rope, yeah. which made it AJ take a calamitous looking tumble. Yeah. And then I think... LA got fucked up and then AJ got fucked up mm-hmm. and at that point I was wondering that's why I was wondering if Randy is legit injured or anything Yeah, because I had a feeling watching the end of that match like mm-hmm. it was quickly finished you know what I mean it was finished yeah. on the fly because I feel like Randy should have been involved in one of the ending spots Yeah, so yeah. you know I mean, there was a few well, close calls like there was a Obviously, yeah, Roman trying to this stack thing, but AJ comes in, breaks up. You have Randy catching Roman from a spear into an RKO. You had you had fucking LA catching the, yeah. catching him in a BTF. Yeah. I did like the start of it where Roman's like, ah, yes, fight amongst yourselves. And then they all look at him like, oh, no, I yeah. made a big error. I love the fact that he tried to run away like a bitch <laughs> and all, and they all went, nah, bitch, you're going to fuck you up. <laughs> and then, of course, it went exactly as I thought. The three of them attacked him, yeah. and then AJ attacked LA. Because like I think actually for a long time people have thought that's like that, uh, like Logan Paul has even said on his podcast like I've met I've listed two people I want to work with and one of them was Ricochet which he has worked with and he said he wanted to do something with LA Knight at some point so a lot of people have thought for a long time that oh LA Knight's going to win the US belt at Mania by beating Logan Paul and get his first bit of gold but like I think really the bit the thing that makes more sense at the minute is to him carry a thing with something with AJ and Amy and have. LA Knight get a big win over AJ Styles at WrestleMania mm. because well when AJ came back how did he cement that he was king of heelish now he attacked LA Knight in that segment in the ring mm. with him and he was standing there with Randy and with LA Knight so I think you could tell it back at the fact that oh he got taken by a blow and he kept team with John Cena so LA Knight t- t- went into his spot which translated to him getting a title shot at Saudi Arabia so mm. you can have AJ basically be very resentful of that and that can carry you to WrestleMania yeah, yeah. There's all sorts of things that can be done at WrestleMania. That's the, that's the fun bit of the rumble. You're thinking, oh, that could go to this I, thing at WrestleMania, I that thing at WrestleMania. Within the next year, though, I hope that Ellie does pick up a yeah. bit, bit, of, bit of gold, you know? Mm-hmm. Also, mind you, I hope that Big Bronson Reed picks up some gold as yeah. well. Because mm-hmm. I'm, I'm like, you talk about guys that are kind of on the periphery. Yeah. Love Big Bronson Reed, man. Mm-hmm. That guy's cool. Yeah. And I watched him, I watched his. Uh, Interview like mm-hmm. post rumble interview with that yeah. wee blonde chick. I've subscribed to her on YouTube now. Yeah, 
I think another one you're talking about. Yeah, the wee, the wee excitable blonde chick. Yeah, I think another one. She was interviewing Bronson and talking about his ideas coming <laughs> up, and he was looking dapper as Bronson does, <laughs> you know what I mean? Had his shades on, his suit jacket, his Shawn Michaels t shirt. <laughs> you know what I mean? And he's talking about how he ended up getting called back to WWE, and he's like, ah, I got a call from this man right here. <laughs> you know? <laughs> That's why I'm wearing the t shirt. Like he was in a thing with Don Okada coming to you. Like he had a big thing with Okada. Like when he went to Japan after he did his brief thing in TNA, where he went or Japan and they did the G One. He beat he shockingly beat Okada cleaning their in the G One tour. And now yeah, yeah. like so much so the commentators like this is everyone is shocked. Here. Like this is like when Vader came in and squashed the Noki way back when. And then after Okada won went on to win the tournament. The thing is in that tournament where if you suffer any losses in that round robin tournament style, once you win it, you need to defend the right to challenge. You're right to challenge against whoever's beating you before you can go on to Wrestle Kingdom. So obviously Okada had a match with Joan as he was then. Yeah. Um, and then obviously, I think in one of those interviews, I don't know if it was in that same one where he got told, like, oh, what do you think of the rumours of Okada coming to WWE now that he's yeah, a well, agent? The same one. He's like, well, I'm doing a rubber match with that guy. He's like, he beat me one. Mm-hmm. I beat him one. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's not an eye for Okada. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. No, I like I like Bronson. Yeah, so, uh, and, and I noticed recently as well the thing mm-hmm. that makes me happy in regards to Bronson. Mm-hmm. He wasn't getting it at first, but uh. he's starting to get crowd reaction mm-hmm. now. And I think that's on the caliber of matches he puts uh. on because some of his matches have been really fucking good. Uh. And he called out three. I think he said he said he likes the matches he has with big guys, mm-hmm. and he said he's matched with Ivar. Mm-hmm. He loved that. He's matched with Gunther. Mm-hmm. But I see totally loved that. And he's matched with Omos. Yeah. He mentioned and all, so. Yeah. He, he has been the champion, like he was briefly, very briefly, North American champion yeah, in NXT. Yeah. Won it from Johnny Gargano, weirdly, in a cage match. He did a big tsunami off the cage. Flattened to be prick. Yeah. Good. How uh, long did he hold it? Only a couple of months he lost it to, I think, Swerve. Because then, uh-huh. then I think, actually, weirdly, then when Bronson got let go, it came back, and then. When he got brought back, went straight from through NXT back to the main roster. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah, so there's a lot been stuff being said like uh, in the men's rumble uh, for the first time in a good couple of months. Yeah, Jay used to come and everyone cheering along. Then out comes you know almost like demolition years ago. Yeah, out yeah. comes Jimmy Uso. You had Jay Uso. Jay, I've got nothing but my entrance Uso because mm-hmm. he he really doesn't. And I'm not saying that to be a prick or mm-hmm. nothing. But he has all this hype with his goddamn entrance coming out with the the fucking waving the horns on the corner and shit and getting up and then he goes into wrestling like, and what? You've got an entrance. I remember hearing rumours that supposedly it was going to be him at number one so I thought, oh, wouldn't it be something if it was Jimmy that was number two and they have to come face to face and then, oh, look. Yes, no yeet. And then they stood there for a minute or so with Jimmy pulling stupid faces (laughs) going, ooh, ooh. I'd like, I'd like to see you try. Oh, would you now? <laughs> and it's like every so often when you try and get form alliance with you, like you try to get a thing with, where you're going to let her go into a chop, Jay, like, hey, I like that, I like Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He gets a chop as well. Ah, that's you so, brothers. They've been circling that ring for 40 years, <laughs> just daring each other to take the first punch. <laughs> I'd like to see you have at it. Oh, would you now? <laughs> and like number four, bloody Andrade comes back. I know. How cool did he look, man? <laughs> I heard his entrance and yeah. I was like, I know that cunt. And yeah. then he came out and I was like, ah, well, where's Tony lost it all on one? I think I heard it like a complaint about the rumble by both of them. I was like, 
I said it's evident that Dowd needs to step up in terms of his music because half the time there's people who are there full time, but half the time their music plays and they're not as instantly recognisable. Like for some people, like especially in the women's one, like like I couldn't tell you some people's music well, from that's that one. Because we don't have Jim Johnston, mm. we need Jim Johnston back. We need the metal style e of Jim Johnston. Like the, the men's role wasn't as bad like the twenty twenty two or more. It was like just it's just some like shit happened up until Brock came in later on. Yeah, there was stories happening in like the early part of the rumble. It just wasn't ones I was looking. For. I was interested. Brock. Brock one twenty two. It just wasn't. There were stories of the early part of this one, which just weren't ones I was interested in. Cause like, oh look, Carrying Cross and Lash they're doing a thing because they're doing a thing on SmackDown, or like, oh, Carlito and Santos are doing a thing because they're doing a thing on SmackDown. Like, I you missed my brother. Like, stop clogging up my rumble with your lower card SmackDown feuds. <laughs> Legit, like from when number four entered, which was Andrade, up until like I think we were in fifteen fourteen when Cody came in. That my that between those two points, I thought the rumble was really dull. Like it was just so dull up until I went then until, yeah. until you had your Cody's, your Drews, your people come in later on. Yeah, and I've got to say Ugh that number thirty spot. <laughs> it had to be him. Had to be that irritating wee ginger bastard who is nothing without a faction to make him interesting. Seriously, without the bloodline he's just a wank. And do you know that wee fucker won't ever win anything. Do you know why he won't win anything? Because he doesn't deserve to win anything. He's a fucking jobber that got a bit of a rub. Cockbag. Anyway. He's, he's a generic gimp. Hate Sami Zayn. I couldn't tell. I could not tell. I mean, what's his, what's his gimmick? He stands in the ring and points and shouts a lot. Fucking cunt. I, was, I actually hadn't considered it would be. I didn't know who was coming to. I also didn't. I actually hadn't thought about. It. It would, I actually didn't consider Liv as a potential for number three in the women's rumble. I had a friend of mine, David. He's big into Trish Stratus and everything. Like he, like he, uh, he had me convinced that Trish was going to make an appearance that to get like revenge against Zoe Stark for betraying her months mm. ago. And so when it got to thirty and she came out, I convinced myself it was going to be her. I just I was watching back. Like I watched the guys live feed like. Uh, watching the rumble, yeah. and I was watching his comment section. Uh-huh. God damn, so many goddamn simps man going on about fucking AG Lee and Sasha Banks. Do you know what? Yeah, there was like zero evidence that either of them were coming back. <laughs> Do you know what? I don't want to see either one of them back because Sasha Banks went and made her bed and fucked off and ran away, mm-hmm. and AG Lee was shit anyway. Saying, like, there was no evidence to see that they were going to come back. Like, not unlike that scene Naomi, where there was all reporting, there was all but confirmed she was going to come back. Yeah. Oh, God, so many of these comments. Oh, I'll just I'll just run up and down the street if AJ comes back. Oh, oh. And I was like, what the fuck is wrong with you people? Why? I don't why, know. Why do you care about somebody whose only fucking notable achievement was being a Divas champion? Uh, like, the uh, in the final six of the men's rumble... Like, I think it was like Final Six, you had all these heavy hairs guys who could change the win, and then there was Ricochet there, and I'm like, one of these things is not like the other. Yes. So, so like the Final Six in the 2001 Rumble, you had Rikishi, Rock, Austin, Kane, Undertaker, Billy Gunn. Yeah. <laughs> no, but when, Rikishi, when Ricochet came out, I was like, oh, cool, he's back. Mm. I was, see, that was the difference. See, when Ricochet came out, even though I knew he wasn't going to win or anything, mm. I was like, oh, cool, Ricochet's back, that's nice. And then that number 30 came out, and I, I just went, Oh, that's your number 30. 
That should have been your number one. And then you've got also your your final four: Gunther, Drew, Punk, Cody. Mm. And like especially like you had Cody going off with it was Cody, Gunther, and Drew Punk kind of squaring off, and Drew tries to work with Gunther, but that doesn't work out for either of them. Right. This thing for you, in USSR, right? We do a, a draft thing, and Cody was my captain. And when you have a cap, you put a captaincy on somebody in your team, that gives you extra points, mm-hmm. and uh, like, like at least doubles most of the points you can get. And also, we had a thing going into the rumble. Like I'd randomly, some like partly due to Cody and some other things happening in AEW, yeah. I was a uh, like eight and a half points ahead, and the deal going into the rumble. And so basically, I was I needed Cody to win. And like I think I had two, there was two was a collision, which is also on Saturday night. There was two things happening. One of them was a championship match, which is something I had in my team, and both of those results went my way. So I know that's good, but I need the proper points of Cody in the Rumble. And I knew it was going to come back to him and him and Punk. And the guy who was like eight and a half points below me had Punk as his captain. So like, if Punk wins, I'm fucked. Yeah. So I'm watching. But that, that did not happen. But I'm watching that final like extended bit, and I w- it was very stressing. I was up, I was down, I was up, I was down. <laughs> I couldn't stand, stay still and. I was watching it like it was like ten points if your guy wins, it's doubled if your your captain. So that's twenty points out there. Then plus eliminations that he's got along the way. There was a shitload of points coming my way, mm. and like it was five in the morning. Both my mom and dad were asleep, and uh, I was still. I was trying my best to be excited, but also not waking up when he counted the GTS and threw him over the top <laughs> rope. I was like, yes, yes, I finished my story as well. <laughs> <laughs> Like I didn't like the hubris of punk. Like I didn't come all this way to lose to Dusty's kid. I know that's what happened, though. But you did, didn't you? You did. You did. And then the bargain drew fucked you up too. Oh, I don't know if it's exactly because of Drew that he got fucked. But I think they're going to try and claim that it was Drew to set something up when Punk comes back and if he can come back and go five minutes with it fucking injuring yourself. Yeah. Like it's gonna be like that. Simpsons me like can't you go five minutes without injuring yourself? How long was that? How long was that? What is he now, like, over 40 now? He must be for at least 40. Not over 40, 41. Something maybe. like that, yeah. But he got, like... You, two- see, you see CM Punk? Mm-hmm. There's the difference. LA Knight, 40. Mm-hmm. Great condition, great on the mic, well built. Mm-hmm. You. Well, <laughs> need I say more? Yeah. Also, Cody about it last year, I think, did a, a reference to like the elite and the Umbats and like the two speed and everything. And some people like, what the ultimate insult, given the fact that Punk had his issues with the elite. Like, Cody eliminates Punk and then mo- and then mocks him, and, and then does the symbol of the guys who basically chased him out of AEW in the first place. Yeah, but uh, they pretty much all, all of them made it officially like, pointing up to where Roman was. Uh, they set up the rematch, even though slight spoilers, but basically Seth is trying to say to him like. Do you really want to fight Roman? You should fight me. Do you want to fight for the title at Disney Matter? This title matters. And I don't want to have to fight Gunther because that'll get me fucked up. I think collectively anyone who watched that thing was like, no, Cody, don't fight Seth. For one, you already said in a press conference, yeah, winning the world title isn't finishing the story. They want to get past this whole finish the story business. And plus, I weirdly fantasy booked a four-way thing in my head for Seth. Hmm. Well, well, I maybe maybe I'll insert Gunther instead of one of the other people. Like you should. Well, I was going to. Where thing was going to be Seth, Drew, Sammy, Damien. Yeah, you see, 
You should put Gunther where the ginger fucker is. I thought so I was going to replace Priest with the, uh, with, with Gunther. No, no, you, you, don't, you don't want to ruin a perfectly good match by putting Sami Zayn in Yeah, it. but your classic four-way has to have, eight, have two faces, two heels in there. You consider Sami likeable? Well, some people do, so I'm going with the consensus here. Alright, you can have Sami as long as he gets severely hurt. Because if it's either that, it's either that. If you're not going to go down the Gunther fight, like I mentioned that, you either do the four way, because it means that, because Dana Keys are getting the four way by, you know, money in the bank, yeah. if he's planning on fucking using it. That depends on whether or not he's tied champion going into WrestleMania. But also, fucking, it was either that or maybe just set up Drew Seth again, but again, you've done that both on Saudi Arabia and on Free TV. Mm-hmm. So how do you do, justify doing it a third time at Mania and try and make it, and try and separate it from the last few times you've done it? Make it a cage match. Maybe. Or Hell in a Cell. Because mm-hmm. yeah. I know they, only, they don't do Hell in a Cell as a pay-per-view now, mm-hmm. or a PLE. Mm-hmm. They do it as a... They do it as the way they used to do Hell yeah. in a Cell match. They do it as a... This is the ultimate feud between these two. Yeah. You know? Because, like, God knows what's happening with Seth. Because I don't think we're going to see him wrestle a lot until Mania. No, it will be... It'll be like it'll be like Sean between Wrestle Royal Rumble nineteen ninety eight and WrestleMania fourteen. Like, because they didn't even wrestle on the Rumble card but even before the injury. They didn't even have seem to have a plan for the world title going into that show. Uh, also, if you do, like I said, the four way thing, Seth can come in, do his little bits, roll out again, and then come back in. Mm. That's it, that's the structure of a four way. But you know, I'm, I'm, there you go. God knows what's gonna happen with Seth. We've got Drew Roman, Bailey, Eo, Becky. Uh, Rhea potentially Jade Bianca let's say AJ versus LA Knight and Jimmy versus Jay that's seven matches if you go off what we've been talking about yeah it's all good it's all good matches then you gotta think where does Judgment Day go fit into this like the other members of Judgment Day what happens with Gunther you know and Logan Paul in the US title and everything yeah like well it's all gonna it's all gonna be good I think I think so it will all work itself out. Well, mm. I wonder if Andrade will help join the like the LWO against Santos and his lot. God, I hope no. <laughs> Andrade's just fine on his own. He doesn't need to join with either one of them. No, I think doesn't it, he does not need to lower himself to the level of faction. Yeah, it's a good problem to have when you have a lot of talent to balance for WrestleMania. But yeah, there's a lot of stuff like you say. We set up for WrestleMania and mm-hmm. shit, and I think it's all going to be cool. Mm-hmm. I very much disagree with your notion mm-hmm. of putting Sami Zayn in any significant role, mm-hmm. because I don't think he's worthy of it. I think he, I personally think he brings the tone of any main event down. Uh-huh. But that aside, uh-huh. I think your ideas are all very cool. I mean, I'm just so your ideas, mm-hmm. funky as hell. <laughs> Take that little irritant out of it and put somebody more deserving in there. I don't really care if we're put Jey Uso in there. Oh no, he's got to fight. He's got to fight Jimmy. Well, who else is nice? Put Ricochet in there. I don't care about Ricochet anymore. Ah, but at least he's more likable than the ginger one. Put fuck it. Put Bronson Reed in there. <laughs> oh, Ivar. <laughs> I mean, he's de- you can't deny that Ivar's went up a bit, up in elevation a bit since he's just representing the Viking Raiders. Mm-hmm. 
Well, yeah. he went for being in a, a jobber slash mid card team mm-hmm. to being mid card slash upper mid card singles guy. Yeah. All he needs to do is get rid of rid of the wee screamy mouthpiece next to him and he might do better. Mm. Yeah, I'm just spitballing how you so I think like Sam was involved in like the judgment day and Drew before he went away and now he's come back and he did the whole thing with I think it was with Priest where they both went over. Like Mick Foley and Randy Orton back in 2004. <laughs> yeah. I think I'm yeah. sure other people have done that, that spot, but that's the first one that came to mind. But yeah. I don't know. I don't have much else to say about the Rumble and wrestling generally. I'm sure we've covered the, the gambit of what's been. We we really did. We on. did. We didn't exactly. There was one match we stepped aside, though. I don't really have much to say about it. It was okay. The finish, Kevin Owens fin- match. Yeah, finish was a bit weird, I wonder. I, I thought that was unique. You know, you never yeah. usually see it. Yeah, a referee being competent and seeing the brass knuckles. Yeah, but I have to call out KO in one thing. Usually when someone smacks smack someone with yeah. the brass knuckles... You throw them away. You you have so many options, you throw them away. Or you do the classic Regal, tuck them into your shorts. Honestly, we're, we're going to be talking about Regal a lot going forward on our retrospective mm. on Rogue Opinions and everything. Like, it's like in the power of the bunch, you wouldn't see really Regal making such a mistake. Or, or you do the, the often tried mm-hmm. back in the day... Smack them and then slip with knucks on them. Aye. I'm sure Regal did that once in a match where he went and stuck a pair of knucks and. No, that was the Rock that stuck a pair of knucks in Shamrock's shorts, which caused Shamrock to go apeshit and beat everyone. I remember the best thing that the difference between on Regal was like he he tucked them into the turnbuckle, I think, Spike to see him do it. And then, as he went and gave the European belting list to the referee, Spike went over the corner, stole the knuckles, mm. and smacked him, bell rings, smacks him, Spike needle pins him. Yeah. Or the time where Regal punched the big show with the brass knuckle, and then big show fell on him, like, oh, no, no, no. And yeah. Regal go, oh, God, no. <laughs> nah. Well, maybe they'll set up, maybe they're setting up for a rematch, I don't know, but just, it was a bit like, okay then. That was weird. <laughs> yeah. I know, I know. Something will annoy the Judgment Day and they'll take it out on Sami Zayn and I'll laugh and I'll go ha 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 you ginger dick you got what was coming to you right. also that, that slingshot clothesline like, it's also all the same with the handman pages in here with the buckshot laddie it's called but everyone Paul does it and doesn't have a name for it so much so that Michael he did it and Michael Cole basically pretty much called it that move like you want to stay away from saying, oh, what a manoeuvre. Doing a classic Vince. Yes. I don't know anything, but I'll give it gravitas anyway. Yeah. That thing there. Oh, my God. Look at Shawn Michaels. Oh. <laughs> 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 I think that isn't the right thing to wrap up. I don't know what is. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Hopefully you're... Happy with the Royal Rumble, and if you're following the team, you're happy with what's going on over there. Hopefully you were happy with Jordan Grace. Yeah, let us know your opinions about Jordan Grace being in the Rumble, TNA, the rebrand, everything, what's happening with the Rumble. What do you think is going to be the match for the World Heavyweight Tail yeah. What do you think? Do do we do we start an on-show countdown as to when Damien Priest is going to actually cash that goddamn briefcase in? I know. I need something to compare it to, things that seem like ages away from happening. What, what, like, what will happen for Damien Priest cashes in, or... And their thing here. Uh, trying to think. What could happen first? Mm. Oh. 
Oh God, it's so difficult to think. I you know. know, there's some. There's, we'll, we'll think the, about the it. The thing about it is, though, and I want to end this on a, a reasonably positive note yeah. here. The very fact that we struggle to come up with what could happen first is yeah. because there is so much going on within yeah. pro wrestling at the minute. You're like, this is this is a great time to be a fucking pro wrestling fan. Unless you're an AEW fan, but there you go. <laughs> it's great. It's great. You know, because like you've got TNAs rising from the ashes. Yeah. You've got the dub going from strength to strength to strength to strength. Mm-hmm. You've got fucking AAA. You've got New Japan. Uh-huh. It's all just gravy at the moment, man. <laughs> it's all gravy. It's all gravy. And the thing is, right, if you're getting, if the whole concept is at this forbidden door thing, right, yeah. with companies finally wising up mm-hmm. and going, Oh yeah, my 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 guy and my woman can fucking come over there and do a little bit. My person go there and do a little bit. The fucking possibilities within wrestling are endless. Yeah. And for all the naysayers and shit, we go, oh fucking this shouldn't happen or that shouldn't happen. Just fucking wind your neck in and enjoy it, man. Yeah. It's great. <laughs> you know, yeah. wrestling is great. Mm-hmm. Take that shit to the bank, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Also, let us know like your thoughts. Uh, what we think is going to happen, and let us know what do you think is actually going to main event, main night one? Because we all know that it's going to be Cody Roman. Like it's usually, whoever the men will be Otis v Ivar. When it lands, like when well, the two main is always whenever the men's rumble versus whoever the men, whatever men's championies want to fight. That's main night two. But then that always leaves night one very like, open. Like Ooh. and see, it should be the women's rumble winner versus her champion. So technically, be be like you. But I don't see it being that. It could be any number of things. Yeah, it could be Seth in the world tale. Could be anything. There's so many options. Like I say, everything is so up in the air. So up in the air, but so the possibilities are endless. Hell, or even Bailey, Bailey, you may not even need the ones may have to do the one. They might say, they might think that Rhea Becky or whoever Rhea fights is a bigger match. It just yeah. depends what WWE wants the the big thing to be. Yeah, but let us know what you think at SPM on Twitter, Facebook.com forward slash Rambling Podcast. Indeed. Mm-hmm. Me and Paul do uh, the Rogue Retrospective Review or Rogue Paints past we episodes do. are in the back catalog. We're looking uh, very soon that will be, it'll be launching its own feed where content will going forward will be all exclusively on that podcast feed for the Rogue Retrospective as we've started doing with some other shows at Rogue Paints and on the Rogue Paints means we'll have, go through a little bit of a change in terms of what content we upload over there. Some new show ideas we're going to do. Uh, I don't know if it'll be the next episode of Smackdown goes out there. If not there, it'll, if not that, then the first episode will be the No Mercy review. One of the two episodes will be out there. Stay tuned yeah. at Rogue Underscore Opinions or uh, soon. And we'll probably be launching some new uh, Twitter like accounts for the Rogue Retro Smackdown review on its own so you can be shared to those different accounts. But yeah. And while it'll be like newer content, I would make sure you, you know where to find it. Uh, uh, we won't be. We can't upload all of the past episodes on the back onto the retro feed because it would take a lot there. But I might, I might go back through and try and find some of the better episodes from the run of the retro. I think pick and choose. Here's some other samples of stuff. If you like that bit, go back on the retro rogue rogue opinions feed. Listen to every other episode, then come back and you're a derby and you're all cut up. If you if uh, you have the time, and if you really want to listen to someone's drunken pain, listen to my opinion on the. Starcade episode. Yeah, that's on here in the Rogue uh, Scott and Paul Round podcast back hell. And I should mention Scott and Paul on its own or Paul will be sticking back to its own feed and you'll hear less of that on Rogue Pains is feed. But we are still Scott and Paul us the people are on Rogue Pains, maybe not Scott and Paul the show. We were people. Yes, us. <laughs> we are we are them, we are they. Yes. You are you. He is he. 
Hello. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, he's lost his mind. That has been Paul and I have been Scott. And that has been Scott and I have been Paul. That has been a podcast and that has been The Wrestling. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>